Criterion creeps are coming with Jared and RJ from Renoir to Kurosawa and everything along the way. Highbrow, lowbrow, they won't stop until the This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ, RJ Balog. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collections once by number at a time in order to release. This week, we're busting out the grappling hooks and jazzing Ooh. out as we watch Spine 335 in the Criterion Collection, Louis Mal's Elevator to the Gallows from 1957. But first, RJ, mm-hmm. the sun is shining. Is that good? The wind is is howling. Is that good? It is what it is. It's neither good nor bad. It is what it is. And how are you faring? Uh, the sun is shining. The wind is howling. I'm hanging out with uh, my friend Jizz Dog over here. You you look great. Jizz Dog. <laughs> That's what uh, have, that, have you ever I, wondered what J Dog stands for? I had never thought to ask. I thought it was J A Y. I didn't realize it was just a capital J. It was J dot. Oh, it's, dog. It's, it stood for jizz this whole time. <laughs> do, do you do you like it? J, dog jizz. I, <laughs> no, no, no. That's a whole different thing. That's oh, a whole different okay. thing. This is this jizz is a uh, a euphemism for uh, your spirited nature. Mm, jizz dog. <laughs> do you, well. How is dog spelled? Trying. How is dog spelled? D a w g. D a okay. Well, so what does that yeah. mean? It means you're like your dog. Like you hang uh, out. What does that mean? It's like your dog. Okay, what does jizz mean? Uh, that's open is for it, your interpretation. Is that, is that like Miles Davis jazz? But um, it's jizz. Yeah, but it's more like um, it's more scattered. Like it's more scat. Uh, yeah, it's like scat. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you like scat, RJ. I like the music. I like da, uh, da, scat da, da. man. Yeah, you like yeah. scat man. <laughs> I like scat man. Can you, can you do some scat for me? That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Is that what you wanted to hear? No. No. I don't want to hear any of this shit. (laughs) Well, okay. I found something interesting for you. I found something interesting I can send your way. Because I was just trying it. I was just trying the Jizz Dog out. I was trying it on for you. Trying it out. I just want to see if you'd like it. Oh, dear. But I just encountered this. What did you uh, just send me here? I just encountered this on the internet. What do you think of this thing? Oh, my goodness. Do you think that this would be effective for me? I feel like this would get get gross really, really fast. Toilet shroom revolutionary plunger. See, the the plunger was covered under your uh, video box. I thought I said ranger. It could be a ranger. Uh, a toilet shroom revolutionary ranger, squeegee, yeah, clog comes to your house. Clog remover, drain mm-hmm. cleaner, bathroom toilet dredge tool, stainless steel handle with caddy holder, black. 2613. Brand Toilet Shroom. Have you checked out to- Toilet Shroom's other uh uh Products? devices? I haven't. I, I haven't. I see there's the this. I see that there is a uh toilet paper holder. Oh, is it nice? Kind of like a, there's like a, a black and then sort of a 
kind of a gray and just straight up silver. I am in the market. Ooh. So that might come into play. That might come into play real good. Wow, look at that. I mean, uh, so you think that it would get funky? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just pushing the clog, right? So Sometimes that's all it needs It's a little push. I know, but like, but then it's touching what you're t- like. What's what's clogged in there, right? Yeah, and I know what you're that, gonna say. That, I mean, it, usually there's like the back, <laughs> the back draft when you use a plunger successfully. It's gonna touch anyway. I I I just feel like with this, if it like, because look at the design. It's got like, it's got like the. How do you how do you inscri- describe that? Like, I feel like it would get in the crevices there. <laughs> it's got. Uh, it would get all over in the crevices. It looks like it's got bristles. Yeah, yeah, it's got bristles and like it's like leveled. You should start with the highest level first to really push it. You know what I mean? I just saw this and I was like, I don't know if this would work. Was this recommended to you? Um, I I prefer not to say. Okay. I well, as as you know, I'm I'm in the market for a new toilet paper holder. So uh, right, you know, uh, one one when one's on Amazon, you see things and you start to wander, and sometimes you fall down a rabbit hole. Right, right. So, when's the last thing you bought for your toilet? Oh boy, um, probably there was like something involving um, <clears throat> connections. Uh, oh, like a waterline? No, 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 oh. not like that kind of connections. Um, kind of from handles to pumps, like an emotional connection. Yeah, with my <laughs> with my toilet. Hey, if you don't have an emotional connection with your toilet, maybe you're doing something wrong. You're doing it wrong. You know what I mean? I'm just curious. Like, people need a uh, like toilet health is important. It's a it's the forgotten health. Everyone. Everyone's all about mental health nowadays. It's like don't forget about toilet health. Toilet, toilet, toilet. Shitty Bill's really uh, big into toilet stuff. <clears throat> is he though? I thought that well, I thought that was part of the problem. Um, that, that that there's an issue there. Hence why he's shitty all the time. I mean that it's there's 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 a, there's, there's, a, there's a disagreement. Yeah. It's not like it's not any one thing with him. There's there's like a lot there's a, there's a lot going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I imagine it happened after he uh, assaulted it. And he like bro- he did something. To well, it. he broke his foot because porcelain don't break that easy, and a hu- human bone is uh, it's not that hard. I think the bathroom setup he had. I don't think it was porcelain. I think it was um, quartz. Oh wow, that seems yeah. Like he's not. He's like, not. That sounds like it would be heavy. Yeah, it is. That's why he his foot was hurt so bad. Okay, yeah. And <laughs> like, I mean, marble. It, it's a misconception that people think Shitty Bill is like not in a good place. Like he's well, he's well looked after. It's just yeah. he doesn't, he just doesn't care. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't know why you continue to live with him, but. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you can't choose your family, right? Right. Is no. what people say a lot. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so I mean, he's which, pay- I mean, it sounds like he's paying your way as well. Well, I mean, every little every little bit helps. He's, he's got those he's got those ins with the banks. Yes, yeah. It's not just the bank that he's he's got ins with. He also has like pretty good like investment bonds. You know what I mean? Like stocks. Stocks. Things. Yeah. Yeah. He's got good stocks, yeah. Jared. He's, he's paying for the all the bills now. Well, he's paying for he's paying for his share for sure. Yeah. His share for sure. Every once in a while, he throws some your way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, once in a while, he'll buy some like, like a pizza for the house. <sighs> I don't like the way he looks at me, though. Nobody does. That's one of the problems with Shitty Bill. No. His 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 
gaze is unsettling. The the the, the Bill's gaze. The Bill's gaze. It is it's, unsettling. Which is to like say the least. Not, not but not to be confused with Bill Gates. Well, he was doing poop stuff for a while. Remember when he was trying to turn that into water? <clears throat> it's not a that's a heck of an idea. Well, I mean, we're running out of clean water, Jarrett. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm sure. We're running out. I feel like he's not. Who, Bill Gates? Yeah. Well, he's drinking the poop water, so <clears throat> he's got a constant supply. Uh, okay, one sec here. I thought I'd pull this what? up. So, earlier this year, this is from 2015. Earlier this year, Bill Gates posted a video of himself drinking water that was made from human feces. It yeah. went viral, unsurprisingly. Yeah. The water was processed by a machine that collects human waste and converts it into safe, reusable byproducts. Water, electricity, mm-hmm. and ash. I beg what your, is the ash I, for? I, I beg your pardon? Well, you whatever, say ash? And ash. What, what do you use the ash for? I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to use it for. Oh. Is ash useful? I, it could be. I mean, you better be saving your uh, ash from your butts, RJ. I always save the ash from my butts. I'm a very responsible person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very responsible. Sometimes I even put it in the popcorn at the movie theater. Cigarette butts. And ash. As opposed... Well, as long as it's not... uh, Oh, tell me you got that joke. That was a killer. I I did not. Cigarette butts. And I said human butts, and you said cigarette butts and ash, and I said human butts and ass. I didn't get a single one of those things. I think. Uh, you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Skype's killing all my jokes. Skype's killing it tonight. It's doing the Lord's it's work. All my jokes. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm not even going to say anything else. We, because it's just going to get cut out anyways. It's true. So I'll we'll just get to the emails. Eh, females. Eh. No. That's another joke that probably got cut out. No. No, that one got saved. Don't worry. Okay. You want to hear Man. you want to hear about testicle trauma from corpse? Testicular trauma from corpse? Testicle. Oh. Don't. Dear. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could hear about that. Ayo, homeomios. Ooh. Is that a uh, Razor Ramon Ayo? Might be. What's okay. crackalackin'? Hmm, interesting. First and foremost, I would like to express my support for some sort of May-themed ghoul school. Mm. I'll be doing it regardless, but it helps when I'm ignoring my wife and children if I say that podcast I listen to is doing it, instead of me just doing it on my own like usual. Just kidding. I'm not a deadbeat dad. It's just a character I play on that podcast I listen to. <laughs> Do you think- do you think anyone does do that? They're just like, I got to do this for this podcast I listen to. And uh, people go, the podcast isn't real. It, that podcast ended years ago. Those guys died 10 years ago. I hope, uh, with my heart of hearts, RJ, that uh, mm-hmm. someone has definitely used this podcast as an excuse to get out of something. Well, email in next week, listeners, and tell us what you've used this podcast for. What nefarious means you've uh, used like, us? For you gotta, that. you gotta pick up the kids for work. It's like I can't. I gotta get this email in for the boys. For the, the kids can wait, but the podcast starts in ten minutes. Yeah. For the audience, listen, baby, it's be reasonable. It's not just us, RJ. It's for it's for Creepsville. It's for everyone. 
Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. It is for the creepers out there. Creepazoids out there. No. You know what I mean. So this is the, the second. This is the second call for uh, a May themed ghoul school of some sort. Hey, Jared, why don't you tell people what uh, the Patreon numbers were last week? <laughs> uh, and, see if, and, and see if people still are interested. It, it would take too long. It would take too long to... Uh, Breaking down those stats? To break down those numbers. <laughs> that number. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's encouraging. I feel like, uh, I feel like a, a ghoul school-themed episode would probably do a little bit better than a uh, discussion of... <laughs> early 2000s star trek that that is much maligned uh by uh the general population even amongst trek fans i know but i i find it strange though because star trek's supposed to have a great community i that's what they tell me that's what the that's star what trek say. the star trek community tells me how supportive it is but it seems it's definitely not true but, but it sure seems like uh when there's any mention of it outside of that people get they get really mad <laughs> and then uh, they, yeah. they're like that's not my star trek it's really weird. I don't. I mean, I started telling you about it, but I don't really understand the hate for Enterprise. But even, I mean, we we did all the other series, the series that people like, and people didn't give a shit about that either. So went went, went off a cliff, just just yeah. in general. So we're protecting you. Trekkies are full of shit. We're protecting you, the fans. But you know, I mean, we'll see. Um, we got some, we've we've been bouncing some ideas back and forth, right, RJ, about some uh, May action, trying to keep it manageable. Well, Jared's been talking about doing some May stuff. Uh, I might leave yeah. this planet forever. <laughs> uh oh. My people need me. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't go, Poochie. Poochie. See, Poochie's a dog, too. Yes. See, see how I brought it back? Yeah, but it's a, has, he's a D O G G. Yeah, he... I'm, I'm, we're mere D A W Gs. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about some things. I do think I'll be a little bit busy uh, in May. Not like real busy, but like the the one the ones that I really want to do, I think, are full month affairs where it's like, ooh, those are going to be big boys. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we could do a littler one this year and see how it fares. Maybe people will like it more. You know what I mean? Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just looking what? up some uh, some Urban Dictionary definitions for dog. And, uh, for dog, yeah, boy, oh boy, a lot of talk, talk about it? urban terms. Urban? That, that is uh, one of the, <laughs> the sentences I'm reading here. Talk about oh. it's an urban term, RJ. Dear Lord, I'm, I mean, I've I've been using dog for years. Yeah. I never knew, I I never knew there was any like anything linked to it. You know what I mean? I thought it was just something dudes called other dudes. Like, yeah, what up, dog? Yep. You know what I mean? I know. But then then you look on the internet and it's like, I'm I'm out. I'm good. I, I don't need uh, to read it. I don't need to read it anymore. Isn't that the internet for any subject or topic though? Yeah, when you say it like that, pretty much. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you look into it on the internet, you go, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. All right. On another note, Sunday morning, my daughter decided to wake up at 5 a.m., bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So the wife and I put on the coffee, grabbed a blanket, and the three of us cuddled up on the couch to watch the new Jackass movie. Let Ooh. me let me tell you, what an excellent way to kickstart my day. Cockzilla was one of the best things I've seen in my life. The film put me through a ring of emotions. 
joy, pain, mm. sorrow, disgust, more pain. Seriously, some of those stunts made my balls hurt just watching them. It reminded oh, me of this time I was playing ball hockey and I took one of those hard orange ball hockey balls <laughs> right to the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Just the shaft specifically? <laughs> to the shaft. I dropped oh, instantly and reached down my pants to check for blood and then just lay there for a good chunk of time waiting for the pain to subside. Luckily, it didn't catch either of me nuts, but it felt like it had flattened the knob. <laughs> uh, not a feeling I had experienced before. <laughs> Uh, which brings me to my question, <laughs> RJ. <you're... laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the hardest the two of you ever remember getting hit in the old coin purse? Uh, uh, I'll let you go first. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I've ever uh, had to endure that because I avoided uh, pain my whole life. So uh, I, I've, I didn't play sport, uh, so I did not yeah. take any... Anything to the old uh, dingling or anything Frank like that. Frank and beans. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how about I mean, you, RJ? Get... You're a sports boy. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Bagul, for your insight. Bagul's, Bagul uh, has you... not been hitting the dingling either. Uh, did you not get what I said? Nope. Okay, I said... Uh... I did play a lot of sports, but I never got bagged in sports. Like I was actually fine. It was um, it was more like junior high boys going around like bagging each other. You know, like did that was that not a thing at your junior high? <laughs> uh, playing with each other, like it's hitting each other in the dick. Yeah, not playing, but like. <laughs> oh, well, it's down... pl- well, it's playing. It's you're playing with dudes each would other. Dudes run down the hallway and and you just try to pop someone else. Like oh, I, you, I didn't, you... I didn't. Uh... Oh, you didn't. <laughs> no, but uh, oh, I was no, I was yeah. victim a lot of times because you know you're a nice you're a nice Catholic boy walking down the halls and you're like doo doo. You're like life is great, and then some uh, some older kid runs by and just pops you right in the in the Franken beans. It's a it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. No. But, Those, but but that, you definitely never were an older kid who ever did that to anyone else in in Catholic school. I've never done anything unsavory, right? And nothing illegal for for right. sure. But but that's your character. That, that's of course your character on a podcast that hasn't done anything illegal. But definitely, like, definitely doesn't say anything else. No, it's definitely nothing like that. It's definitely nothing like that. No. Um, I'd say the I don't have like. A worst one ever, but I do. I think a couple of them were like accidental, like um. They, they, like, I, I would hope that most were. Well, other than the junior high stuff, yeah. But um, no, like what it was mostly is like uh, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and like you know, little kids are just crazy. Like I think, I think one time I had a nephew or something. I think he threw something at me, like a remote, and it just got me right, like, like right there. I think that was it. It was something like that, where like a little kid threw something at me, and it just lined up right where it shouldn't have, <clears throat> and it was bad in that sense. So, yeah, one of those. So, was Coxzilla as good as uh as he he says, Jared? Were you also a big fan of Coxzilla? Um, I mean, Coxzilla's fine. <laughs> Coxzilla's fine. Yeah. You prefer like Cockra, a uh, Cockthra, like it's the Mothra Cockthra. version. Cockthra. Cockthra. Right, Mecca. I would I would have preferred like a somehow like a a Ghidra, but penisified. I mean, then you have three penises. It's not like pe- Pindra? 
make it for a peener. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. I mean that that Anyways. would I mean that would that would just like take it up and mm, that extra notch. That little oh, you know, you need. Oh, I do, I do, I do. I paint, do paint it up gold. Yeah. I do. Well hey, if you ever want uh if you want to like experience that that junior high experience uh, I do, well, I'm good. Uh I could I, I know where you live, so I could easily come and like um give me, give get you fl- when you're not looking. Well, I mean I'm sure you would not want to do that at all, being a good upstanding citizen well me for sure yeah but i could probably organize with someone else like oh, i see like i don't i don't think i don't think they charge that much yeah is there, is there a service uh is, is, yeah is there, i think i think if you buy them by? is this shitty yeah. bell <laughs> keep that guy away from me <laughs> i mean the shitty bill will do a lot of stuff if, for a pack of cigarettes you know what i mean it's not expensive. <laughs> oh, I bet he will. I bet he would. It's not expensive. <laughs> but anyways. Have a good show, my dudes. Love always, corpse. Sent from my Bell Samsung device over Canada's largest network. Oh. He, he's a Bell guy, hey? That's, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and he's got a Samsung device? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, pretty, we have a Samsung dishwasher. They'll, they'll, they'll just give out phones to anybody, even the undead. Well, the corpses? Mm-hmm. Well, they need cell phones too. I guess. I mean, I didn't think that. I thought they'd be beyond that. How do you think they're going to text each other, dude? Well, I mean, I, the question is, how do they email? Uh, and and listen they... to podcasts. Well, the same as anyone else. It's just they're they're just a little slower at pressing the buttons. I mean, that's I wow. That's offensive, dude. What, what, well, they are course, slower. They're... Are they? They don't have they're, to be. Well, their flesh is rotting. It Sometimes takes a little bit more to get that stuff going. Depends when it kicks in. Depends when the uh, reanimation begins. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, not all corpses, RJ. Not all corpses, but like some corpses, right? You want to hear from right? Sam Sanchez? What's he doing? Adrenaline in my soul is Uh-oh. how he's doing. Oh, butts and dumps and toilet bowls. He begins. Excuse me? This will be a girthy one. What, what, what is what's Sam, what? what's Sam on here? Who is this? Did y'all get a load of <laughs> WrestleMania this past weekend? Stardust uh, returning to WWE. Stone ooh. Cold wrestling and taking suplexes on concrete. And then giving Vince the best Stone Cold stunner in ages. <laughs> I, I did see that. Yeah, I think I sent that one to you. Yeah, you sent that one to me. Yeah. What did you think of that one? Oh, my God. Seven, I was like, was like, oh, that's a seventy-six-year-old man. Vince is pretty old. Like he is, he's still jacked. Like it's, it's it is like ridiculous. Uh, St- steroids are crazy, Jarrett. Yeah, like, well, I mean, allegedly. I don't, wow, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah. Anyways, RJ's good friend Logan Paul wrestling against the Mysterios, Wee Ugh. Man body slamming Sami Zayn. A real Ooh. banger of a WrestleMania. Hmm. Do you hear about this, RJ? You know about this? WrestleMania? I like the Wee Man stuff, but uh, you this see, did, Logan did, did, Paul did, stuff doesn't did, sound good. Yeah, Logan Paul came out with his Charizard uh, around his neck. The fake one? Uh, I think. I'm not sure if that one's fake. Well, it was in the news like a week or two ago that he paid like however no, much this, money this, for It was it longer was than fake. a week ago. I thought he bought. that's That might be real. And then he's got like the boxes he bought were bullshit. I'm not sure about the Charizard. You might be right. I I, I, I don't. don't, I don't I, that guy sucks. Anyway, I so I, I don't think about Logan Paul that much, or his yeah, or I, or his brother. 
I but, follow Pokemon stuff, so that's why I saw. I it. see. Yeah. Well, do you see about like his jacket? Isn't it like a Pokemon? No. It's like a Pikachu jacket that he got custom made or something like that for fifty k. I could be wrong on these facts. These facts yeah. from the internet. No, you're probably right. Logan but Paul, not... WrestleMania. You better be careful yeah. searching that. You're gonna get some. That's gonna get added to your algorithm. Oh, I've already, my algorithm's already horrid. Do you still get a lot of Star Trek stuff or Star Wars stuff? No, uh, I've been sending the ones I've been getting to you lately. Uh, talk about how Jared Leto went to the bathroom in character in his crutches, yeah. and uh, how Anakin Skywalker said that <laughs> returning as Darth Vader in the Obi Wan series was surreal, but also natural. But he never really like he was only Vader for like two seconds. Ada. Well, I mean, yeah, he was he's, only... he's Anakin Skywalker, Jay. <laughs> Uh, is the role I mean, he was guess. born for. Yeah. But the Morbius stuff is good. I really like the Morbius community right now. No. Okay. Yeah. So the – what is this? Uh, Logan Paul wears rare $6 million Pikachu card at WrestleMania 38. Mm. Um, yeah, he's got their oh, – that's weird. That's a weird-looking card. Why would he risk it? I don't know. What's, what's, what's he, he'd like – I don't know. He boxes, doesn't he? Isn't that his little shtick? He, yeah. Or is that, he or is that like, Jake Paul? I, can't, I think I, they both I, do I, it. I don't know the difference. Let me tell I you. I think that. they both do it. They're both pieces of shit regardless. But they're brilliant, though. They're brilliant pieces of shit at their being pieces of shit. Like they, well, it, it, at, it works. At their marketing, sure. Yeah, they're, they're very good at uh, getting under people's skin and like getting people to buy into their uh, uh, tomfoolery. Are they real-life heels? Uh, yeah. I guess that's one way to put it. it, it to put it into layman's terms. <laughs> Everyone knows what a heel is, right? It's at the bottom of your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally, uh, totally what I meant. I don't know, like, I don't know terms for other things, but uh, yeah, no, those guys suck. But I, I do know what you mean. Yeah, they they market themselves well. That's why they're like twelve year old boys think they're the fucking the best, mm-hmm. the best. And who watches more YouTube than twelve year old boys? You know what I mean? Other than you. Other than me. You twelve-year-old boys and Chris Chan, who's who? Who's really watching more YouTube? Well, not anymore. Chris Chan doesn't watch YouTube. Probably not at this point. Is he in jail? She's in Still? jail. Yeah. She's in jail, yeah. or, or she got let out, right? I uh, I don't know. I think it huh. might be still uh, in in the slammer uh, on, on on being held, but uh, the arrest Which... uh, the arrest timeline. <laughs> From insider.com. You hear about this? Uh, I'm hearing about this. I'm a, this. A, a timeline of Chris Chan's incest charge, which comes after years of online trolling that documented the creator's relationship with her mother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not, not great. Not great. I'm still. I'm glad. I'm happy to say I, I've never seen a Chris Chan, so I don't. Ah, I don't know what that's, what that's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point I've been like, Ah, RJ, you're really missing out. But now it's like that's eh, probably for the best. Yeah, I think. I think I did what was. So, right. so you didn't. So you didn't do the thing. You didn't do the WrestleMania out, outside or whatever the plan was. No, no. A dude I worked with wanted to watch it outside, but uh, I was busy. So I could not, but I, I did want to see Stone Cold. <clears throat> did you see anything about it? Did he look good, or is he really old now too? Well, he's he's fifty seven, so he's it's pretty uh, old. Nineteen years younger than uh, Vince McMahon, yeah. but uh, apparently he did like a thirteen minute match with uh, Kevin Owens, and um, it it was 
about what you'd expect, I guess. But he didn't embarrass himself. They, they, That's they, good. Because originally there was no plan about whether or not he was actually going to wrestle. It might have just been a bunch of like, you know, beers and stunners, which it was all those yeah. things. But there was also a match in there too. Which would you have preferred more of? I'm I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad that the uh, that the match happened. I guess I didn't see it, but and then I know that uh, old Cody Cody Rhodes up here mm-hmm. as Seth Rollins' mystery opponent that everybody knew was going to be his opponent for weeks. How did people know? Uh, it's the internet. It ruins everything. Oh. So uh, people knew it was coming, and people were really, really happy, and apparently they had uh, the best match of the WrestleMania weekend, specifically of the WWE events. So I've heard. Mm. What would well, I, that's cool. I'm not going to question that. And, uh, yeah, that stunner was uh, a work of art. There's the, There's some pretty amazing edits of that stunner that make it look flawless. Which I don't, uh, it's unnecessary though, because I mean it was so perfect the first time. The Stone Cold one. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Where did you send me that on Twitter? Probably. I'm gonna go check it out right oh, now. Oh, it might have been on the on the Facebooks. On the Facebooks. But let, let me continue on while you look that up. Next, I just want to watch it again. Next, yeah. MLB opening day is upon us. Tomorrow Ooh. begins potentially yet another mediocre season for the Angels, though there's a lot more room for optimism than in the past. My draft went pretty well. I got the third pick and went with big Canada boy, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, yeah. Do you know about Vladdy uh, Jr.? I don't. You, so do you know about Vladimir Guerrero, the original? Senior? Yeah, senior. Senior. Do you uh, know about him? I, I don't. Okay, well, he was a baseball player. He was good. I got a uh, Vlad, uh, Vladdy jersey, actually, but uh, Vladdy Jr., he plays for the uh, the, the Blue Jays, Jarrett. He's pretty good. Or, or, okay, all right. And he he's very cool. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Okay, I'm watching the stunner again. Man, man, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. <laughs> yeah. He tried. No. Yeah. Anyways, you should look up Vladdy uh, Jr. He's a cool dude. Okay. He's got cool hair. It's fun. It's fun. Is it a mullet? Yeah. No, he's got like um. Like dreadlocks, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, but he 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 seems like a nice guy too. Like he doesn't get in trouble or anything. He seems like a guy you could just hang out with. Maybe have a cold one. I see. I see. He's got those. You know uh, about cold ones? You watch Stone Cold. He's got growing those, up. He's got some dyed dreads. Are they? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes they're red. He's a very wide man. He is a wide man. Look, you know what he does? Look, he hits dingers. Look, look at those thighs. Yeah, those are dinger hitting thighs, Jerry. That's right. Dingers. No. What were we talking about? Oh uh, yeah, Sam said baseball. Sam said baseball, and we went on a thing. I think um, he, he made the right call. Sticking with baseball, and speaking of COVID regulations, did you guys hear about Toronto not allowing unvaccinated players to play? So that limits some of the non-vaccinated from around the league to not be able to play on the road in Toronto, potentially giving them a home field advantage. New York had the same regulations, however, since Aaron Judge, the Yankee star player, is unvaccinated. New York has apparently decided to amend the rule to allow him to play. Being rich and famous sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I, I'm all I'm all for Toronto's thing. If that's what they want to do, fuck it. Yeah, if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't go to Toronto. That's your it's your choice. Yeah, but it's such 
bullshit because like they're just like letting all like everybody if you don't play baseball yeah. then they don't care it's like so it's stupid yes. it's it is stupid i think because it's like well because it's one and not the other yeah like if this one's like oh well that's definitely going to uh what stop the slow the curve stop the curve like, there's a one guy out in a field like a hundred feet from anyone I else i just read apparently they're they think there's like a, a hundred thousand cases that in ontario right now and because but you don't you don't know you just don't know anymore because because well, they only test we're on we're, we're on our own <laughs> yeah so i don't know yeah this idea that like well you can't play uh baseball in toronto it's like <laughs> come on you can but you can fly there you can you can you can go to the game yeah. I don't know. Maybe can you go to the game, or is it only play? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So big baseball, Jer- um, big big baseball boy, Jared Duncan had, has his two sons. That, that's my. He ha- thinks I'm hot. I'm yeah. hot on this. Yeah, I, I, He's I, hot I, on it. it's that is uh, pretty pretty silly because it's not going Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes. Especially if it's like, oh, there's a player there. It's like, so if the Blue Jay guys or whatever go and play in New York, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Or, like, or, any, or any city. They go to any of the cities where it's like, ah, we don't care. It's like, well, there you go. Don't. Well, I mean, if it if it only applies to players, then yeah. If, like, because if it didn't apply to fans, if there was one dude sitting with, take, like, you, the you 200 take, people. You have to take a plane. You have to go through the airport. And, like, it's not like yeah. in the city of Toronto. It's like, yeah, they, they don't even care. And I don't even know how many play people who play on the Toronto team actually live in Toronto. Is that a contractual thing? Uh, or do people just live wherever they want and they just go? I and... think it's, I think it's easier for them to to have a residence there yeah. during the season. So like when they do have, because half of their games are home games, right? So like yeah. I think they do all have residence there. Whether it's like where they, I think it's just seasonally though. But uh, the baseball season's like eight months or so. So it's a long, it's a long, long go, hmm. like 120 games or something, or 160 games. I fuck, I can't remember. Right. Sam's probably screaming, <laughs> but it's okay. Just eat a double stuffed Oreo, <laughs> Sam, and you'll feel way better. <laughs> Just wait until he finds out baseball's a work. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. That's uh, on I, the cut too. I, I read that online, <laughs> on the internet. You know about that? Yeah. I mean, yes. No. I am aware. Mm-hmm. I am aware. Last week, I wrote about the Oscars cheer moment, and there was some confusion whether it was all time or for 2021. Oh no, it was definitely all time. Included <laughs> in the nominees were also the Matrix bullet time sequence from the original, and also oh, some what? scene from the movie Dream Girls. <laughs> you know, the classic scene that we all cheer about from that movie. A real solid list. (laughs) Dream girls. It had to be one of those. Like it wasn't a just write in (laughs) thing. They had. I don't know. You have to to let us know next week, Sam, because we don't care enough to look. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to look. Ezra Miller's in a lot of trouble right now. Is he? Uh, I I don't know. Apparently, Warner Brothers is uh, putting uh, his future projects on hold. Oh, damn. But that's going around. That's happened to Will Smith too for some reason. I don't know hmm. why. That's odd. But what yeah, did, it is odd. What did he do? I don't think anything. I think people just don't like him. You know, that's rude. Yeah, I mean that's their problem though. Yeah. Like it's a personal problem they have. I, I haven't thought about him forever. Neither have I. Neither have I. A few notes about your fellow Canadian podcasters that I'm a bit of a shill for. 
Oh, yes. Cursed Films 2 debuts tomorrow, so that's cool. And another Mm -hmm. pretty cool news, Beauty Day was just announced on Blu-ray through one of Vinegar Syndrome's partner labels, complete with a slipcover and all. Kind of surreal to see it on there after listening to the show for like 12 plus years. Next, let's get capes up there as well. Let RJ Uh design the slipcover art. Oh, I would would be more than... (laughs) Priv- honored and privileged to uh, design the art for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did see that uh, pop up this last week when they posted their partner label stuff, and I did see that Beauty Day. Capes? No, Beauty Day. You know about that? Oh, not really, but I'm listening. Uh, that's the documentary. and It's got this kind of a Johnny Ryan-esque cover, but it's done by Jizz. I'm sorry. You know? Excuse me? You know Jizz? You remember Jizz Dog? Well, this is is it the artist? Yeah, or the podcast? Well, it is Johnny Ryan, but you know. Oh, Jizz. is that his alias? Uh, that's how he signed the bo- the, uh, the the box art for this. Interesting. Don't you want to see it? I guess. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen that guy's art work before, but yeah. uh, I didn't know he went by that moniker. Well, he signed it. Oh yeah. Cause see the yeah, I. Yeah. You see the I in the Z. I kind of make an R, but when you separate them, it looks like jizz. You know what I'm saying? In his name? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um. It, it just it just says jizz. Yeah. There's no way around. There's no way around it. Yeah. It's just it's there. It's there, yeah. and that's fine. Are uh, you excited about uh, Cursed Films too? Uh, I mean, yeah. The first couple episodes of Chris Films, I think I mentioned before, it started slow, but then uh, the third to the fifth, or however, the last couple ones were actually pretty good. I'll, I'll watch it, but I, I don't, I don't know if I'll watch it right away. Maybe after a couple of them are out already or something. Are you ever gonna get on that Cursed Films, Jared? Uh, no. <laughs> you, you, you would probably like. I probably it. Like would. Crow, yeah, would. yeah. I liked the Crow one and. Uh, was it the Twilight Zone one was good too because everyone's just shitting on John Landis. I liked that one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know about the murder? <laughs> yeah. Well, killing. The killing. The accidental yeah. death. <laughs> well, there, there's a couple directors on there. Like uh, I can't remember if it's Cronenberg or David Lynch or someone. It's one of those guys. They're just like, yeah, I, I hold him responsible. They're like, he should have not done that. And it's like, oh, shit. They got him. They smoked him. The news about the Beauty Day on Blu-ray was released on April Fool's Day, so I half assumed it could have been a hoax. Something that Film Junk DVD or something that Junk Film Junk did do on April first gave me an idea for the future of Criterion Creeps years down the line. They released a 30-minute episode review of Morbius, but it was a deep oh. fake audio episode, clearly written by one of them. This is the future for you, gentlemen. Let RJ write all the episodes going forward, making Dunkman say whatever he wants him to say. So you should be able to make it to Spine 1000 easy with a lot less torture. I agree. I've been pushing for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is it time that we actually make good on this and just mm-hmm. go for it? or yeah, Finally uh, pull the trigger on that? Yeah. I'll write all the episodes, sure. Lastly, uh- I'm... I'm looking forward to whatever you do in May. Here are a few suggestions I remember tossing out in the past. Oh, mm. I've, I think I've got all these written down still, Sam. Mm. Bruno Maytai, 
May Dennis Steckler, Andy Mayligan, and Russ Mayer for a little bit of the Ooh. rumpy pumpy. Oh, he almost had me there. He almost had me. Uh, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot. We I think we have enough. Um, we, but uh, we got enough what? We have enough uh, suggestions for the next ten maze, I believe. Pro, 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 yeah, pretty much. But as we've mentioned, our, our, unless those Patreon numbers start to climb, uh-huh. I don't know. It's a tough sell. People got to start listening to those Patreon episodes if they want the good stuff. If, if they want the good, and it is good stuff. Who doesn't want to hear about those huge packages? <laughs> no one doesn't want to hear about them. Exactly. No. English. Totally. You want to hear from Sugarhead? Yeah, I do want to hear from Sugarhead. I wonder if Sugarhead loves Double Stuff Oreos. Uh, Sugarhead? That dude's putting down all the sugar he can get, baby. He's not eating single stuff. Get out of here. Get out of here. With an email titled, Hello, Creeps. <laughs> Hello, Garrett and Mr. Bellagio. Oh, yes. Hope oh, yes. you are doing well. I certainly hope no one gets slapped in the face like Chris Rock this week. Am I right, fellas? What? What? It's the first I'm hearing about it. Oh, man. I thought I would have heard about this. Speaking of Chris Rock, I've got a question. During last week's episode, Jared asked if RJ would be watching Spiral from the Book of Saw. Easily a bottom ten movie of all time. (laughs) RJ said Uh Sugarhead gave that a low rating, and I stand by it. And then Jared said, he doesn't, never mind. I'm sure I wasn't the only one curious what Sugar doesn't do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Mr. Duncan, what was the end of that sentence? The Sugarhead stands to man answers. Well, I mean. I agree. Sure, sure I mean, this is about <laughs> just seeing if you're paying attention, if you're still out there in Creepsville. Oh, you didn't know if he was still listening. That's right. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder how close people pay attention. So sometimes you gotta, you gotta make them wonder. You gotta. Sometimes you gotta uh. like, you know, um, uh, maybe uh, you know, uh, coax, coax them, coax them out of the holes yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I I wondered too at the time because I Jarrett never said off air what he meant by that. I went, I wonder what's happening here. What's he? What's he describing? Yeah. Said I don't know what he meant by all that. So you were, that was an elaborate, an elaborate ruse to get Sugarhead to email in. And he played right into my hands. Wow. <laughs> played him like a grand piano. Huge. So I guess the next question is, when are you going to watch Spiral, Jared? Well, when are you going to watch Spiral, RJ? I got, I got to watch the other like five <laughs> Saw movies that I haven't seen before I watch that one. Easily a bottom 10 movie of all time. <laughs> But uh, you are all sure, ca- you're caught up. Sure on has those, such a you? sweet summer child. That can't. It's not one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, Jared's seen some bad stuff, but Jared yeah. watches bad stuff. Yeah, that's it's... on you though, more than anyone else. Yeah, like yeah. the bad stuff you watch, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've seen bad girls go to hell. Oh, that's a good one. No, it's pretty good. Can't be. Yeah, can't be. Anyway, recently I watched After Yang, which I'd really recommend checking out. It's a pretty cool show. Oh. Mm, pretty cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to pretty hot. 
pretty hot. I also watched Belfast and Fresh, which I would not recommend checking out. Now you're up to date. You guys going to go see Morbius or what? Sweetly, Sugarhead. Oh, that's sweet. Well, Jared, are you going to use some Morbius bucks to go see Morbius or what? (laughs) What's the one thing I sent you of the the guy's uh, car windshield being smashed in? Oh, it was like, like, careful out there. I had two tickets to Morbius on my front seat, and they smashed the window and took them. No, they left four more. Oh, they left four more. You really uh, biffed that one, RJ. Well, I've seen so so many Morbius gifts in the last week. (laughs) Like, so many Morbius gifts. So, I mean... That, memes, I, feel, I, I feel like that's worth talking about, right? Just like, why do people, why are they so mean <laughs> to movies? To why are they so mean to movies? Like, it's, everyone, it seems like there's a cycle of like, there's a gang up where everybody has like some like issue they're really wanting to work out, and uh, they're like, it's fucking Morbius. It's, it's a Marvel movie. It's got a seventeen percent. It's time. It's time to beat on Morbius and just they turn on him. The poor, the poor living vampire. Well, people don't like Jared Leto, number one. They're, yeah, okay. And number two, it's Morbius. It's Morbius time. It's Morbin time, Jared. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Everyone is like, oh, it's, yeah, it's the worst Marvel movie, and it's because it's Sony, but the exception of Venom. And it's like, no, I saw Venom. Venom was pretty bad. So, like, pe- people, like, forget that Venom is bad, I guess, <laughs> for some reason. Because they like Tom Hardy, yeah. but they don't. I'm sure Morbius is no no worse than Venom was, and that was a pretty bad fucking movie. So I don't know why people hate on Morbius. He's Morbius. He's Morbius, Jarrett. Plasma. What's your Morbius hot take? Plasma. Plasma. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was never going to see this movie ever. Yeah. So I mean, I'm fine. I don't care yeah. if it's good or bad. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I mean, I I haven't seen a Spider Man movie since uh, Spider Man Three. Are you gonna watch uh, that No Way Home? No, no, no. I don't care. What about what about so the Amazing Spider Man Two? If I'm not going to see, yeah, see, I'm not I'm not going to see those movies. I'm I'm definitely not going to be seeing that Morbius. You should watch Morbius at least. <laughs> you should watch Morbius like, though. Morbius. Exactly. I I, if you don't wa- watch the Spider-Mans, you should at least watch Morbius. I think there was like, even like about a month or so ago, it seemed like the reviews started coming out. Uh, I think we had just finished recording, and I was just reading mm-hmm. to you this like thread on Twitter. People just dunking on Morbius. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's kind of funny. I think maybe that's why. It, 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 it's ample laughs. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, people just don't like Jared Leto. And then you see these things. It's like he made people push him in a wheelchair to go to the bathroom on the set. And it's just like, yeah, I see why people don't like Jared Leto. You know, it's like, just go to the bathroom. Just be normal. You know, you know, he knows. Morbius. Yeah. So where are you going to get tickets? I'm waiting for someone to break into my car and leave some. Someone, uh, my friend, I mean, I've probably told this story before. My friend, someone broke into their dad's car and left a, a binder full of CDs. <laughs> they didn't take anything, but they left a, a binder full of like CDs. I mean, I guess it's still a break and enter, but it was. They left something behind. Yep. 
And uh, some of those CDs weren't bad. I I have some of them in my car right now still. Really? Like what? Yeah. Uh, the one I the I only took like one or two of them. One uh, one was a Chili Pepper CD. Uh, Big Shiny Tunes two or three? No, there was some burnt discs in there. No, I had um, <laughs> I I took a, a, a Chili uh, Peppers some, and a Pearl CDRs. CD. <laughs> some CDRs, some NFTs. Yeah. Did you ever burn some CDs, Jarrett? Oh, buddy, did I ever? You were you were doing some burning. Oh yeah. I got gotcha. you. Many, I gotcha. many, many, many burnt CDs. Burns? Burns. And your computer gets really hot and then it starts making that high squeal. Uh, it's like... Uh, and then eject. Eject. And you're like, this is totally better, more they, sustainable than buying the CD itself. It was way cheaper back then. And then they started charging yeah. that, uh, that fee on blank discs. Because they knew oh, what, yeah. they knew what was up, and then they were like, "Fuck!" The money was going back to like the record companies. It's like, well, what what proof do they have? <laughs> like just, they just get money. Well, we know, we know. It's like, no, you don't. We we know you put Morbius on that DVR, that DVDR. We know you put Morbius on there. Well, yeah, like that kind I, I, of but thing. But see, there wasn't a fee on the DVDRs. It was only on the CDRs. It was only on. A... I guess I guess those are more commonly used, yeah. probably. So, uh, yeah, they went from be like yeah, they just like doubled or tripled in price or something like that. Something mad. God <laughs> Very well. One more what? email, RJ. One more oh, yeah. email. What do they got? Justin Peterson writes mm. with an email titled "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." Oh, good. hey, fellas. What's happening? Well, it has been a month since I started my diet. I'm down 20 pounds and feeling great. Hopefully, I don't take too much of a step back since my family is hitting the road this weekend for an extended weekend getaway. We will be spending a few days at the indoor water park known as Great Wolf Lodge in Charlotte, followed by a day at uh, Carowinds Amusement Park. It will be sure be nice to uh, not having to stress about being too heavy for any of the roller coasters. Mm. I think he should. He, he was, said he was worried about leaning back. I think he should fully lean back into it and really go for it. Get some corn dogs. Get some like deep fried cokes. Get get all the bad carnival stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get it all, man. Get it, get it all. all. I don't know if they, I, don't, I don't know if they've got uh, elephant ears in the Carolinas, but. Ooh, elephant ears are pretty good. They probably, well, funnel cake he could probably get. It's not the same, but funnel cake would scratch that bitch in a, in a certain way. Yeah, right behind you know that I mean? elephant ear. <laughs> it's going to scratch behind El- Elephants behind like scratches too. I, uh, oh no, I can't tell that story. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, jeez. Was it about Sugarhead? <laughs> no, no. No, I, I would tell it and then you go, you did what? But do you remember, <laughs> do you remember last year at Whoop Up Days when, uh, um, there was no, there was no fest like carnival. So there was just a drive through elephant ears thing. And, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I don't know if you know, like Andrew went through when it wasn't busy, but apparently at one point the line was a two hour late, a uh, two hour wait in your car. Uh-huh. You're just sitting there waiting for an elephant ear. How long would you wait for an elephant ear? No, I wouldn't. You like them though, right? I do, but I wouldn't, oh. <laughs> I wouldn't be waiting for it. But it only comes once a year, Jared. I feel like I feel like it's like something someone could figure out pretty easily, though. It's just fried dough with cinnamon yeah. sugar, correct, <laughs> and butter. 
Like that's there, there's not a, you just need a fryer. That's all. But that's not a lot it. of people have access to fryers. I uh, yeah, I, I had one not too long ago. Someone are, made me one. Are you going to get the a, story? I was going to tell. Are you going to get a fryer? Uh, I've mentioned to Andrea that for Christmas this year, I would like an air fryer. No, that's not the same. Because I know, but like, no, you know who has a little, a little mini deep fryer is a hog. Uh, I was going to say hog squeal, uh, ham meat. My, hog, I call him hogs. Uh, hog squeal. <laughs> in my phone, his name is hog squeal. So I, what, what's, what, and what's, what, what's my name in your phone, RJ? Well, it might be Jizz Dog now, but the currently no, it's the Ass Lord. There you go. That's fitting, though, right? It's pretty. I like. I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad thing. No. I, uh, someone said something. They're like, "Is that bad?" I was like, "No, it's not a bad thing. It's just he's the Ass Lord. <laughs> it's like when Kramer gets the plate for the Ass Man. You know, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. No. Um. Anyways, he has a. He's got a little fryer, and he puts that puppy to use frequently. 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 Yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? All I know is that I know I know the only people I know who have it are bad people. Air fryers or fryers? Air fryers. Really? Bad people? Bad people. Okay, like who? Uh, I don't want to say. They, oh, they, you don't want to out them on here? They might be listening. Oh, well, then they've heard, though, if you've just said that air fryers are bad. I don't know anybody personally. Only, do you actually only, have... only bad people, though, RJ. Do you actually? Oh, <laughs> bad people. Bad people. So, when was the last great mini vacation you guys went on? I don't even know. Like, what is, what, what's a uh... mini vacation? Like, like, is it like a day trip? Uh, Andrew and I went to Ikea last summer because we needed stuff, but it wasn't very good. Everything was sold out and the people there sucked. So it wasn't a lot of fun. Mm. Oh, yeah. In the summer, we went to that wedding for uh, two nights in, uh, in the mountains. That was fun, I guess. Crow's Nest Pass? Had some for me, dessert? You? Des- des- yeah. Did you go to Cinnamon Bear? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What'd you get at the cinnamon bear? Jeez, uh, some cookies and hmm, cookies, eh? Uh, I think I I want to say there were some donuts involved. You remember. didn't get a cinnamon bun though. There at might the have cinnamon been, bear. Oh. oh, there might have been a cinnamon bun involved. I, I I'm kind of blanking out on what it was. I remember the experience of eating it in the car, and it's like this is one of the downsides though, with like. Dessert treats is the the sticky factor and like handling which things. factor sticky stickiness of okay. sugary things of of sugar it's uh it can create complications RJ handling of car wheels oh you were driving at the time yeah well, I, did, I didn't walk from here RJ well I, I mean I, you could well, you didn't a, want to like sit and have a have a nice treat before you get or you, you just wanted to keep rolling yeah and uh hiked you oh. hiked where'd you hike uh whatever one of the paths is up there i can't remember the, uh the frank slide one the frank slide one? Oh, yeah it's called frank slide path there you go <laughs> it's a very technical term 
or something of the sort. You know what I mean? Fun was had. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm not sure. I yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. Smile. Okay, smile. well that's good. So yeah. put smiles cookies. on faces, RJ. Did you yep. get like a, a squares of any type? I like a square? I don't recall. I don't think so. Did you get a coffee while you were there? No. You still in the coffee? I, I, I still wasn't part of uh, Team Coffee then. I am oh. still. Still going still now. Still going strong. Have you upped your coffee game? Have you got a new, uh, like a, a drip, a pour, pour over French press? Uh, what are you working with over there? Uh, whatever, whatever is on offer. Oh, do you just drink it at at office? No, actually. Or you still get at home? No. So actually, one thing um, at work, there's yeah. uh, there's the the coffee place in the student union. Oh, the coffee co. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you recall coffee from there, but um, uh-huh. those beans leave something to be desired. I gotta say. Okay, can I ask you something? This is a personal question, but I don't care. Okay. Can you do you ever have a coffee that's low grade and you can tell? Because later when you're urinating, you can tell something is different. And you said, why is my urine different? And then you go, oh, I had coffee from like that other place. Because someone got me a Tim Hortons the other day, which I've, you know, I've always said tastes like stir fry. Yeah. And then like I was urinating afterwards and something was off. And I went, I was like, what's up with this? And then I went, it was the Tim Hortons. So how was it? How was it different? The urine? Yeah. How was it? it? It was just different. It was it was like someone else's. It was, I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's like, you, you, you could just tell it was different. And sometimes the coffee place at the university, I, that, that would happen too. And I was like, I wonder what this is. I was like, is it like too acidic or something? Like, I don't know. Hmm. Cause coffee's acidic. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, that doesn't happen to you. Also, what I was going to say is, uh, when I have it, like, like, this is a new thing. I'm not sure what the follow up on this is going to be, but it was like a Friday late afternoon and yeah. all the urns were getting really low, and I'm like, yeah. "Shit!" I, I, I got my I got my big cup. I want to fill it. I want to fill it all up. And so I had to like do some. Sw- so I did some swamp water in. Oh yes, the grog. The, grog, and, and then I uh, added a little sugar, and mm-hmm. it was actually way better than the regular coffee that out of any one urn combined together. It was kind of like the flame and Homer, I think. Huh. See, that's the thing, though. People get, like, worried or, like, I, I wouldn't do it all the time, but, like, you can mix stuff like coffee. You can mix stuff like wine. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. People get all, people get it all, all hurt RJ, about that. It all comes, well, it all comes out in the same in the end. Even, yes, it even if it, even if it uh, feels like it's someone else's urine, I guess. <laughs> I didn't say it was someone else's. I could just tell it was off. <laughs> it was off. It was just off. And... <laughs> You'll know when, when it happens. You'll know what I mean. And you, that day, your your eyes will get bright, and you'll go, "I get it." You what? say, "I finally understand what he meant." There'll be there'll be hair where there wasn't before. <laughs> your voice is gonna be getting deeper. No, yep. you're gonna have weird feelings. Yeah, down there, and that's normal. It's normal. It's part of growing up, Jerry. That's right. It's part of growing. Nothing you're, to be ashamed of, buddy. Still about coffee and mini vacations. Oh yeah, so so you went to uh, Crow's Nest Pass. Hey, that's no, nice. Yeah, no, we went to there nice. and it was good. That's good. Yep, Cinnamon Great. Bear is a cool place. Yep, it's a it's a get, it's a go there. It's a gem of the West. <laughs> did you get a geode while you were up there? <laughs> no, <laughs> we always do. <laughs> mm, 
<laughs> Every time we go through, we get a geode. And then what? You put it in a sock and you smash it on the sidewalk and you break it open. <laughs> or you can hit it with a hammer too, I mm. guess. Okay. You, you ever busted a geode? No. Oh, you're you're missing out, man. Busting geodes is super fun. <laughs> Try it huh. out. When, when Try are you out. when are you going to go on a, a mini vacation again, RJ? Ah, uh, I don't know. We, we might go to IKEA again soon, but the last time it was a major bust. An actual vacation? I don't know. Andrew and I haven't been on an actual vacation in a long time. The last time I was on a vacation was when me and the boys went for some cold ones, and then the world got shut down right after. Remember that? Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, but at the time, it seemed okay. It was only once we got back that it seemed bad. Uh, I don't know. Maybe next year. Maybe next summer. I don't know. Huge. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Ikea sounds nice. Do you want us to pick you up something? We won't. Okay. Um, give me like some of that uh, Swedish meatballs. The horse, the horse balls. Did you hear they got in trouble for that because their meatballs are made out of horse? Is that in some places or everywhere? In uh, Europe, no, mostly. I don't. I don't care about Europe. I'm not European. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm there. I'm there for IKEA. You know that's how it's properly but, pronounced, RJ. IKEA. IKEA. I mean, I didn't know that, but they said the yeah. horse balls. Were you know why you don't, you know you know why you don't know that? Because you made it up. No, because you're not oh. an asshole. Oh, do people actually say that? Well, like, I mean, if you actually yeah. if you speak the language, um, it, then it's fine. But oh. there's a uh, some people, some people. I mean, they might have air fryers for all I know. But do you so, think they put IKEA balls in them? Go IKEA. Icky horse balls. Go, yeah, exactly. A little bit of horse with my meatball. Well, there is a horse plant, like only forty <laughs> minutes from here. I so, think, like, I thought they did they get shut down or something. Yeah, they had some sanitation problems. Oh but, boy! Uh, I mean, that was only like a horse, month ago. Horse plants and sanitation problems—they go hand in hand. Well, yeah. Remember we watched it in that movie, uh, that French dude. Oh yeah, Blood of the Beast. No, um, <laughs> with the with the dominatrix. Oh, uh, Matrice. Matrice. Uh, Matrice. I uh, think I think that was Matrice. Yeah, it was Matrice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, just continues. Oh yeah. I have finally done it. I have broken free of the shackles of watching all of the Best Picture nominees for twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one. So. What did I think of this year's winner, Coda? It kind of felt like a combo of Lady Bird and Sound of Metal. I am looking forward mm. to hearing what RJ thinks of the amusing, raunchy, best supporting actor performance from Troy Kotzer. The movie feels Why? a I don't know. The movie feels oh. a bit on the light side for a best picture winner, but I enjoyed the insight it gave me for what Coda's experience. Plus, it packs a great emotional punch at the end. Next week, I will fill you all in on King Richard. Uh, interesting. I would love to watch that movie, but as we've discussed, um, neither of us are going to get an uh, an Apple TV thing anytime soon. So mm-hmm. I guess I won't be watching it. Nope. That or uh, Tragedy of Macbeth. Was that nominated? 
No, but it's a Coen Brothers or Joel Coen movie, and I'd like to see but on, that. On point. Apple, it's on Apple. Do they do physical releases? Apple, more like crapple. Oh, Jared, remember, you got them. Remember when people said that about Snapple? More like crapple. Yeah, I do. Which is your favorite Snapple? I liked the Grape Beyond. Uh, I was never much of a Snapplesman. I was when I was a little kid, but it's just because they were very sugary. Yeah. Very sugary. You know what I mean? Uh, goat movie question of the week. Mm-hmm. With Encantos, we don't talk about Bruno's song being so popular. Mm. I wanted to hear what you thought the best Disney animated musical songs were. Oh, we can't let her box that one. Go for it, RJ. Okay. Uh, a Whole New World, Aladdin. Hakuna <laughs> um, Matata. Hakuna Matata. Matata, for sure. And um, what's that one? Uh, I, is that one Where to Elephant Ears by Jizz Dog? That's a good one too. Yeah, that's a good song. That one's that one's great. That's that a great, great. That is a great track. Yeah. Now the only two that come to mind is uh, Aladdin and uh, Lion King. Those those will be my only ones. Yeah. All the other ones are bad. Well, uh, what about Phil Collins? Like the love tonight. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. What about... Is that yours? Get Out of My Fucking Bedroom by Shitty Bill. It's not bad, but it it doesn't have, like... It doesn't have the influence he used to do. Because he used to be scat and ska. He was, more, he was like, a ska band. You know about ska music, Jarek? Oh, yeah. The the real guys pronounce it ska. That's why I... It's, like, Ikea and ska music. But uh, that one was pretty good. I don't know. I watched that Encanto movie. I didn't like the music. Justin's goats would be Friend Like Me and Prince Ali from the original Aladdin. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat is also catchy. That that one is pretty good. I I have no idea what that is. It's from uh, the Aristocats. Everyone wants to be a cat. Jared, you want to be a cat. (laughs) What about the, the, the one song about the... <laughs> about being a Siamese cat, RJ. Uh, I believe there were some some chings <laughs> and some chongs in that song, uh, uh, used in various ways. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone talk about that song anymore? Uh, uh, it's still in there, I think. I'm sure it is. Um, and I'm apparently the only one who thinks "Surface Pressure" is the best song from Encanto. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really care for that movie. Do you guys ever watch any of those Watch Mojo ranked videos? I recently saw a good one on the worst movie CGI moments. Uh, some of the entries included the Scorpion King scene from The Mummy Two, Jaws oh, Three, it. and the live action Scooby Doo. I recently suffered my way through the Ring Two, and the CGI in that flick is ass. Can you guys <laughs> think of any more examples of like bad CGI? Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. Scorpion King, I think, is pretty much like the legendary pick. I mean, there's yeah. like that. Was it the um, was it the Amazing Bulk movie? Which yeah, I mean, like, that... how, how can you even like pick on that though? It is what it is. No, that movie's just a a thing, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I saw the Scorpion that Scorpion King movie with my mom. 
like the mummy returns i saw that with my mom in theaters and i remember people were talking about it and she's like i don't know she's like it's a movie about like mummies and scorpions and stuff she's like what'd you expect (laughs) and i was like yeah fair enough do, um, do you know the um, oh, fuck that Death on the Nile movie? Someone on Twitter yeah. had this thread talking about how just bad the uh, like it's clearly just green screened, but like, oh, yeah. but like the spaces in behind there supposed to be like pyramids, but the lighting is bad and it just looks so cheap. A sequel just got greenlit for that movie, I think, or a a, a, a trilogy, a trilogy or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. No, there's that I mean... the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I think was the first installment. Mm-hmm. I do think my favorite story it's somewhat related but it was in those Hobbit movies that time when Ian McKellen just started crying because it was just him alone in a green on a green screen talking to actors that were dead but they would CGI them and he was just like this isn't why I got into acting <laughs> and that's what the current movies are all about right yeah that Hobbit 2 that movie's got some pretty pretty big howlers uh, oh yeah and uh, I will. I'll, I'll just tease for a future Patreon episode because I won't talk about it now. But I just watched the CGI Gorn episode, oh. Jarrett. Oh man! So uh, my thoughts yeah. to come. Uh-huh. What a, but not yet. What a coincidence. Well, I mean, it is. I, I just watched that last night. Yeah. I think I. I maybe took a picture. Maybe not. I don't know. You've yeah. seen it though, right? I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, remember back in the day when you would actually just randomly go to a theater and watch whatever was playing? If you were in that scenario right now, would you go see Morbius or Sonic 2? Uh, Is Sonic 2 out? For, I think it... For real? See, Is, I, I think it's out like this. It was either out last Friday or this Friday. Wait, you're, really? <laughs> like I, yep. Oh my god! I had no idea. I thought the movie was. I've seen like, tons of press for it. See, I thought they were just talking about a movie that wasn't out yet. <laughs> like I thought it no, was I, like, oh my! I had no idea. Like, I've seen tons of press for it. Wow. Yeah, I would go see Sonic. I haven't even seen Sonic one, but I'd see Sonic two over Murderpiece. Murderpiece, because of Knuckles, you know mm. how cool is Knuckles when you were a little kid? I mean, I could go see Clifford the Big Red Dog right now. Fuck, that'd be good. I would see that movie. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is still in the theater. Or in, in the in the that movie came out like a year ago. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. What about it did R R R? Did you go see that? You is know that a that... movie? Yeah, it's a, a Indian film. Uh, R R R R R R. I don't know what is it about. Uh, a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries. Gone to tribal leader uh, Komaram Beam and independence activist Aluri Shitarama Raju and their journey away from home. Upon returning, they began fighting for their country's independence against British colonialists in the 1920s. I, I, my understanding. I mean, so it's like, I'm not sure if it's a straight up action movie or if it has like musical elements to it. I don't know, but I've heard people seem to be positive on this movie. Actually, there it is. RRR, India's biggest action drama. Hmm. Uh, oh, is it? Is this one of those like Indian action movies that I always see gifs of, where it's like dudes like balancing like six motor motorcycles on their hand? I, I, and yeah, they I flex mean, their yeah, pecs? yeah. I'm not sure if it's that type, but it could, it could be. It could huh. be that uh, OTT uh, version. 
Okay, okay. Maybe. I mean, I'd be. I, I've, I, I've heard good things. I wouldn't say no. I've heard. I've heard positive things. Yeah, I w- I would definitely watch that at home. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would like or on Corey's couch potentially. Ooh. <laughs> on on, on the on the peanut butter couch. Why Why did you call it? The, why is it called the peanut butter couch? Well, you'll have to ask. Oh, interesting. Uh, I would probably go if I was like I. I wouldn't give a shit about those other movies, but I would maybe see uh, how about the Lost City. Uh, I from, mean, from I, the Knee Brothers. I mean, that movie has positive buzz, and it's got, I believe, Sandra Bullock, <laughs> Sandra Bussy, yeah, and uh, Channing Tatum, and uh, your buddy Brad Pitt, Radcliffe. Yeah, I think he's in there too. Weird Al himself. What? Did you see Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al? No. He looked good. No. Yeah. Well, it's coming out soon. Son. You'll see it then. Yep. One of these days. I I almost thought about going to see X last night, but then I saw it was going Do- to the, it's going to the cheap theater. So Do like, we have? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, in a matter of days. I see. That's the porno, right? That's the porno. Gotcha. Do you have to see all the other films that it's influenced by to fully appreciate it? I hope so. It's the only way to watch movies, RJ. Do you need to understand the context of the porn scene? Foodie question of the week. What are your thoughts on the home cooking from your childhood? Can you recall any dishes you loved or maybe ones you hated? Sorry to my mom ahead of time, but uh, but I do not miss all of the canned green beans and oven-baked barbecue pork chops that ended up always getting dried out that she would routinely serve up. Damn. Damn, what's this burying your mom, <laughs> Justin? What is Mrs. Peterson's going to be sad? I'm gonna yeah. Let, she, I'm gonna, we're going to let her know. <laughs> we'll let her know on Facebook. We're going to email yeah. her podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Pork Shop Cast. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Do you want to go first? You go ahead. I got to think about I this. I mean, there's stuff that I, I actually, like, I hated as a kid, but when I grew up, because I ate it so much, I actually did like it. And I was like, I want that now. Um, but, uh, no, I uh, I like the food my mom made. There is, um, my dad didn't really make food. My dad, uh, my dad would call in, like, uh, you know, Pizza Hut pretty, pretty frequently, which was cool. Uh, the only food my dad would make would be, uh, Andrea calls this my single dad dinner, which uh, is accurate, but I love it. And ba- she actually, uh, bachelor starts, chow. This is the bachelor chow. And, uh, she actually, it's grown on her too. It's almost comfort for her comfort food for her now too, is, uh, just a rotisserie chicken. And then you pick up a pack of cheese tortellini and some Alfredo. You boil up the Alfred, uh, tortellinis, Alfredo. That's all it is. But, uh, man, that uh, that meal got us out of some tight spots. You know what I mean, Jerry? So hold up. So you're you just have chicken that you cut up. It, it's a rotisserie chicken and then some cheese tortellini. That's it. That's it. That's your side. So it's... yeah, but this the side is more than half of the plate. Like you uh, eat that whole pack of tortellini. I see. That's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I know what stuff. you mean. It's good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff. Um, that doesn't seem too crazy. No, it was uh, quick and easy for. What, uh, what about say, food you hated? Um. So like, so we make this spaghetti that uh, I love, but as a kid I hated it because um. So our, I don't know if I should give away my secret the secret spaghetti sauce. This should be a Patreon exclusive, but uh, the sauce had mushrooms in it. I won't say, and I hated it, but my mom would uh, try to cut up the mushrooms really small to trick me. But uh, I hated that. But now I, I love. 
that spaghetti. And I'm still not a fan of the mushrooms, but I'll eat it now because I because I mm. love it. Interesting. But foods I hated, I don't. Uh, I can't remember. There were a couple ones that I was just like, mm. I was like, why are we into this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as a family collective. Yeah. It's like, why are we eating this? <laughs> I can't. I can't think of it right now. You go, and then I'll. I'll try to remember. Yeah, I mean, hmm. food I hated as a kid. Well, there was a period of time where I, I was, I actually was also really sick of pork chops. Mm-hmm. Really, like, just like it's such a bland piece of meat. Put applesauce on it. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to do something to it because it. Mm-hmm. But but then but then uh, my mom kind of like stumbled upon or figured out that uh i would like i love pork chops if it's like you know you open up a can of like um mushroom soup mushroom soup just dump it on cook it up Mm -hmm. it makes the sauce and that was delicious and uh see well yeah i was gonna say uh that's one of the ingredients to our secret spaghetti sauce is the mushroom soup but it had the mushrooms in it you see you see, people put mushroom soup on fucking everything, hey? On everything? Well, have you ever had that green bean casserole, which is green beans with mushroom soup, and then you get those uh, fried um, onion bits, and you put those on top? You ever had that? Nope. It's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. bad. Yeah. But that was a, that was a turnaround, and uh, dishes I loved as a child. Hmm. I mean, I was probably one of those kids that's like, I love... Uh, it's like you know, alphagetti. <laughs> like that. Who doesn't? No, and even like the you know simple things like craft dinner, but you had to, you had to eat it fast before it got yeah. all hard and terrible. But also yeah. that was back when I'd be like, of course, it was an excuse to uh, eat it with some ketchup. Ketchup? You you don't still? No. No. Yeah, no. we, uh, we still make mac and cheese like once every two weeks, probably. It's yeah. a quick dinner. I eat the whole box. Oh, okay, out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, I eat the whole box, though. But we don't get KD. We get uh, Annie's brand. Oh, wow. Looking You know high. about Annie's brand? Yeah, living living high, huh? On that hog. <laughs> it's organic, Jarrett. Uh-huh. Or, organic. Yeah. Artisan Mac. Yeah. It's uh, a <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> ethical pasta. Yes, yes. Speaking of ethical pasta, actually, I, I figured out the thing that I hated. <laughs> it's not ethical pasta. You, make eth- um, you hate ethics. <laughs> I, I hate ethics. They're, they're inconveniencing uh, to, to living your life. They do, yeah, because I feel bad about stuff sometimes. And it's like, man, if I didn't have feelings about things, I could do, I, I could do way more with my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, as you know, uh, we're, we're a beef family, Jarrett. And, uh, Beef-based. We were beef-based, and at any given time, we would have deep freezes that were just full of beef, right? Um, and so we'd always get, like, steaks and stuff, and, uh, like, nothing fancy, like, nothing crazy, but we, we would make steak, like, once a week or so. And, uh, like, the one thing that I hated, because I liked the steak, but I, I didn't want to eat the fat or the gristle, mm-hmm. but my parents would get mad at me because it's like, you got to eat that. It's part of the steak. Oh, and I was really? like, I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> and they're weird. like, eat it up. It's good. And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> eat the fat. <laughs> they wouldn't like yell at me or anything, but they'd be like, you got to eat that. And I'd be like, I don't want to. And they're like, you're wasting it. And I was like, I'll try. Well, were you good at picking out the difference between the meat and the fat? I think I, or were you I taking, were, good or at Or when it? you were cutting out 
too much of the meat to get around think, the fat. I think that's what it was at uh, at first when I was little, little. But uh, no. yeah, I I tried, man. I tried. Oh well. Do do you eat the fat now? No. No, I don't eat the fat. You don't. Want, you don't want some of that, do, but... that. You want some of that rind? You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I like when they burn it down a little bit, like they cook it down. But no, I'm not. I'm not eating steak fat. No way. Not if it's like. Not if it's fat. like that really thick white fat that's on the outside. No. No way. And yeah, I am better. <laughs> what do you? What, you know, in uh, pork shops, there's like the bone in, and then there's like that little that little nook where there's like the little yeah. the little pocket of fat in there. You don't, you don't no, that? I don't eat that either. I'm, I'm sure you don't. Most people didn't, but uh, I remember that. Do you, do you put that down? No, I just. But I remember oh. like I don't know, taking my knife to it, just being like, "Ugh, like what is that?" Because you don't really. I don't know what age you start realizing what you're eating was alive. Uh, yeah, it's probably different for for city city slickers. Yeah, city slickers. Oh, it's like what is that? <laughs> Yeah, I got to look my uh, my uh, my meat in the face at a very young age, Jared. Very young age. No. Very young age. Finally, <laughs> Justin, I oh, yeah. am curious to hear what were some of the first chapter books you enjoyed reading in school. My kids love reading, mm. but they are into these silly comic style chapter books like Bad Guys, Dog Man, Captain Underpants. Diary Dog of man. a Wimpy Kid. Dog Man. Dog Man. Yeah, I, cool I, I, I've heard of these these comics, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're 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 huge sellers, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the the kids sections of like you know you know Barnes and Noble or whoever keeps track of the book sales. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe uh, Oliver would would know that better than me off the top of his head. But yeah, uh, chapter books, RJ. What were you reading? I loved uh, what was really popular for uh, me and the boys at the time that um, uh, we were uh, like in elementary was uh, choose your own adventure books. Mm. So like yep. the Goosebumps books, the ones that were choose your own adventure. Fuck, those were good. But uh, I also really liked um, this uh, this series of books called the Zach Files. Do you know about the Zach Files? Jared? I do not. So uh, it was about a kid named Zach, and each book was like – it was like an X-Files episode. Um, each book was like a different story. It was like, help, my – it was like the Zach Files. My grandpa's invisible. It was like stuff like that. Or uh, are you looking up the Zach Files? It was a TV show at 1.2 on YTV, but uh, the that's TV show sounds, never really – That's why it sounds familiar. The show never really caught, caught on, but uh, I, I loved the book. I thought it was cool. Um, there was only like maybe like 20 of them or so mm-hmm. but uh those are super cool and then uh do you know about uh do you know about the screech owls Jarrett? i do not that is a canadian treasure so the screech owls was like um it was kind of like our hardy boys but it was a uh, youth uh boys hockey team uh the screech owls that that was their team and then they'd go around and they'd solve like mysteries and stuff like that but it was like spooky mysteries okay spooky and they had one spooky. like uh Spooky. I think there was one where they come to Alberta and they dig up dinosaur bones or something. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, Zach Files and Screech Owls and uh, Choose Your Own Adventures. It's good stuff. Real good stuff. Hmm. What about you, Jarrett? Well, you were probably reading Kurt Vonnegut when you were like five years old and you're like, actually. 
Uh, that was a six, Archie. Uh, so oh, I'm, I'm looking okay. this up. Uh, you know about Nate the Great? Nate the Great? Nate I am... the Great. These are... Um... I'm seeing... I'm just thinking, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of like kids' books. Yeah, he's a little child detective. Cool. thought he cool. was pretty cool. How about Gus the Ghost? Mm, I do not. These are Gus like, yeah. the Ghost. He's real. Very, there's Gus was a friendly ghost. Oh, whoa. What's Gus going to do? This book looks scary as shit. He's like crying. He's chained up outside. Have you seen this? Uh, I am not. Look up what's a ghost oh, going shit. to do. Yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, that, that looks real bad, <laughs> man. I'm going to be beaten working over Gus. He's um, chained up in a field. There's like a tipped over pot beside him, and he's crying. There's an actual tear. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> it uh, does look rough. Do you know about the uh, Crestwood uh, monster books? Crestwood monster These books. things were like my jam Ooh, was, these are cool. Yeah, I think I've uh, seen actually, them, but I've yeah, never c- read any c- yeah, the Cinemasker buddy, he did a yeah. an episode on it some years ago, and I was like, I totally remember these. Uh, but yeah, these yeah. were so rad. They were just picture books, and like at the time, it was really difficult to actually watch. Like when you're a kid, you want to watch like Universal horror stuff, but where do you get them? Like the yeah. video stores barely had the stuff at all because Blockbuster was kind of the Netflix of its time, where it's like well, we don't really believe in that old of a movie. Mm-hmm. And now it's even worse. Uh, but, you know, other than like Criterion streaming the stuff. Uh, what else did I have? Do you know Banicula? I do know uh, Banicula. Banicula was cool. Yeah, but the uh, vegetarian blood, blood, blood sucking uh, bunny. Yeah, Banicula was cool. I liked Banicula. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah, I just I... found a, a good one I'm going to send your way in a second. Okay. So Benicula, that one is cool. Very cool. I was trying to find you the Amazon to it. <clears throat> the Amazon. Yeah, because it's better than me sending you a link to uh, a link to the Google oh, page. Ah, here and, it is. And do you know of the the World of the Unknown book series? These aren't like kids books per se, but like they are aimed at kids. But they do things on UFOs and uh, kind of like uh, monsters. These things also. I, I I do know those ones. Those are cool. Yeah. I, I would get uh, haunting books a lot. Ghosts? Like, yeah, I there's really... the world of the unknown. Ghosts. Yeah. I like that one. And then I liked like Alberta's Most Haunted. I'm sending so, you a couple Screech so, Owl so, so, books. Something about <laughs> Quebec City Crisis? Like what? The FLQ Crisis? <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> there's going to be a... Uh, uh, <laughs> the Emergencies Act going to be declared? I know. Well, I was looking up Screech Owls and I saw that and I was like, holy shit, that sounds serious. That's hardcore, the buddy. Qu- <laughs> Quebec City Crisis. Uh, <laughs> Danger in Dinosaur Valley. That's the one that takes place in Alberta. That one was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah these ghost books were wicked. Do, that do one you, I... You remember those Spider-Man comics They like the, the cops would give out to kids at D.A.R.E. programs and stuff like that? And it was always like, hey kids, uh, make sure you wear your helmets when you're on your bicycle. Um, there was one of the books and it was like Ghost Rider and Spider-Man were teaming up and it's got this kid riding away on his bike and there's a car coming at him. I think the first issue uh-huh. was set in Edmonton and dealt with the Oilers because uh, there was like uh, cocaine being smuggled in pucks. I So I actually have a couple of those those Spider-Man ones where it's like... A, I got a, I've, got a, I've got the whole set. 
Ah, see, All I only have a couple. I have the Oilers one, and then I have the um, the Calgary Stampede one, where yes. Spider-Man's right in the bowl. Yeah, and against then, the Fearsome uh, Four, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, and then there's one more, but yeah, I have the Oilers, and then there's number and then five. The yeah, one. number five was the baseball one with Green Goblin, and I think it's oh, like I, it's like I the Expos, and then yeah. or and then number two, I think it's like called Double Trouble. Maybe that was that baseball one. I do have the I have the Expos one. The Calgary Stampede and the Oilers, but I, I think that's it. I, I don't think I have any other ones. I'm pulling it up. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll be able to get to the bottom of this. Those ones are cool, though. They're better, real, real books. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I do definitely. I might have the goat. Like I can't remember which one has Ghost Rider on it, but I think I have that one. Okay. I think I've got her here. Yeah, yeah number two, Double Trouble. Uh, that's like the shittiest one, I think. Cause it's just like, mm. it's nothing cool on the cover. It's like, except for like these worms and there's like all these kids running away from it. I'm not sure. Maybe worms it's are like, cool. Maybe it's about like LSD or something like that. It's at the carnival. Oh uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, number four is the one. It's chaos in Calgary. Yeah. That, that's, that one's cool. Yeah. And, tr- and, 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 it's the, and it's the first appearance of turbine. You know, Ooh, you know, who about, could forget? You know about turbine. Maybe he's in no way home. Yeah, hopefully, and then that, then the, that hopefully. finally that comic will be worth a fortune, and I'll be able to retire because these were only printed in Canada, to my knowledge. That's the plan. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if uh, Chaos in Calgary would play uh, to in the U.S. very much. You never know. You never know. You never know. There is number five, and yeah, it's the baseball based one. Yeah, it's the Expos. Yeah, and uh, it's Green Goblin throwing a. Little, isn't he throwing a pumpkin bomb at the baseball? Like, well, and then there's a baseball player who's throwing a shoot. He's like hitting a ball, and Spider-Man's catching it, and then someone's mad. <laughs> Some kids either mad or happy about it. And then, yeah, the the comic was called Dead Ball. Dead Ball. Sometimes mad and happy are the same thing. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. I think at least. So you know about UFOs? I do know about UFOs. No. What about them? Uh, that was one of the books, World of the Unknown. Ah. Yeah, I, I liked one. It was like Alberta's Most Haunted. It was just people telling ghost stories. I thought it was cool. Right. It's pretty scary. Yeah. It's pretty scary. And yeah, Goosebumps, Choose Your Own Adventure. Those were cool. No. Yeah. Those were cool. I wrote one uh, in grade five. I still have it. That could be a Patreon one day. Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, it's, uh... Remember uh, Peter Rabbit? Huh? Did you ever get yeah. see those? I, I saw them. I wasn't huge into them. Yeah, they're just they're very cute. Yeah, you know about cute. Yeah, I think I had one or two. No, yeah. one or two. I think at Peter one point Rabbit. they were like giving those away at gas stations. Like Probably. That, yeah, it was like a promotion because uh, there was a lot of children being born and raised at that point in time. They're like, let's. And so it was like things like Peter Rabbit and um, DC Superpowers toys. And that's, mm. I remember mm-hmm. like getting like Batman and Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. that way. You got Martian Manhunter that way? Mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter is pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He's green, RJ. He is green. He's a Martian. He's one of the Martians. And look at this. Justin writes, I remember my big breakthrough with reading, being with the Goosebumps books in fifth grade. Then, mm-hmm. in middle school, I got into the Red Wall series and Tolkien. Alrighty then. That's plenty for now. Thanks for the time. Respectfully, Big J Money Peterson. P.S. I will spare you from talking about violent diarrhea, but in oh, honor dear. of RJ, Uh-oh. if you're climbing up a ladder and you feel something splatter, diarrhea. There you go. 
You see? You see? It, it, it never ends, that song, Jarrett. It never ends. Never ends. Never ends. I like it. There you go. Full, full, everything came full circle. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I like it a lot. Well, thanks for the emails, folks. Folks. <laughs> Got them. Got them. Well, an hour and a half, RJ. Jeez, that took longer than expected. What you been creeping on this week? <clears throat> Nothing. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I I mean, I, I, I watched Star Trek, but I don't know if you want to hear about Star Trek. <sighs> we, we don't have to. I can always save it for next week. It's no big deal. <sighs> I don't know. What What do you think? Doesn't matter to me. I mm. I have the notes. I can access them now. I can access them later. I can access them whenever is convenient for the cause. I see. I mean, it is a whole thing for you to edit those out and do them separate. So I was going to say I could just do like half a half an hour, but that might be more trouble than it's worth. I don't know. Is it better to just do big, big gulps? I mean, the point will it's be hard to say. The, the point will be moot for our non-Patreon listeners. Yeah, but they're not paying us, so <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> the bunch of deadbeats, so they can sit here and listen while we figure this shit out, <laughs> while we ponder our uh, our immediate future that they'll not be a part of potentially. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Well, yeah, since neither one of us apparently watched anything um, this week, because, you know, that's the way she that's the way she goes sometimes, is the way, uh-huh. the way of life. Uh, yes. Uh, my, my plan is I will definitely watch at least one movie. One. Next week? One whole movie for, for our dear listeners to talk about uh, for free. Okay. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and I, I got to say, I'm just like I'm getting closer and closer to pulling that trigger on, uh, on. Disney Plus, just because uh, there's now three movies I want to watch on there, and uh, oh. there, there, there is this like inkling, this like urge that I'm trying to f- uh, fight, and that's uh, to rewatch uh, another very popular '90s television program. X-Files? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to do a deep dive? I don't know. We'll Into see. the X. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Part of it is that there's, there's, there's the slog element. Yeah, There's some pretty pretty crappy episodes along the way. We're just like, there is, but it's... That's every show. A lot, lot of low twos, if you will. Yes, I understand. But that's a lot of shows, you know what I mean? Like, I think... That you should watch season three of it. No, I have to start. I, I probably have to start again at the beginning because I did watch it f- from the first season for a while, but got to. Yeah. But plan plans would change here. Yeah, I I mean I think season three is worth watching, but we're not there yet. I mean, for you personally, <laughs> I think that, I think that. What are you talking about, Enterprise or X Files? Enterprise. Okay. But yeah, X Files is good too. I, I like X Files. You can watch the Zach Files. Yeah. There's probably a season of that on I, I mean, I, I could just watch X-Files porn parodies. Don't you already? X-Files porn parody. Man, he's just really Googling. He didn't go to I'm, state or like incognito uh, mode or nothing. Well, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. What, what did you find? Oh man. 
Uh, that's a butthole I'm looking at right here. My goodness, RJ. The internet's disgusting. I mean, the internet is disgusting. What, what are some of the creative titles they came up with? Well, so there's The X-Files, a triple X parody. Wow. That that works. And then there's The Sex Files. I Well, I think I've seen that one. Uh, and I'm sure there's got to be like a triple X-Files. There should be. There should be. Oh, this reminds me that like... Um, I think a few a few weeks ago, I was saying that there's a um, Star Trek Next Generation porn parody that you're going to have to watch. Uh, when I, shouldn't I have watched that at Next Generation? Well, you can always backtrack, fix fix the mistake you made. Mm. Did you watch it though? I, I will if you do. Okay, but is it logable on Letterboxd? Uh, it could be if you want it to be. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd like it to be worth internet points if I was going to do it. Do you know what I mean? I see. What well, that is a hell of a wharf <laughs> that I'm seeing here. Oh, in the port parody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I saw something today. Like oh, uh, this. This. This is low rent. Oh my god! See. One second. Okay, you, you saw now it. RJ wants to see. I want to see the war. It's kind of blurry too. I don't know. That seems cheap. So cheap. Did you see that Picard stuff <laughs> you, today? This is a shot of the the crew. Look at the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait. Who's this blonde girl in the leather jacket? That's not a character from the show. <laughs> oh, it can be. <laughs> everyone else she's she's kind, from she's from the present everyone else is kind of distinguishable but i don't she, know she, she fell down a time hole i i do like the wharf looks like charlie murphy <laughs> kind of oh my god <laughs> Jeez. yeah I, I, uh, I like this, this this is what people pay for is me chuckling about looking right. at images from star trek porn parodies <laughs> that guy looks like jake johnson from new girl that movie or in that movie i watched not yeah. too long ago look at jordy's visor <laughs> there's eye holes in it you can see his eyes <laughs> yeah i bet you those are even working he probably got those visors from a carnival stand, I bet. <laughs> what the hell? Would be my guess. Oh, boy. Oh, Would boy. be my guess. Mm-hmm. Look how much fun you're already having. Yeah, so much fun. This is this is my real calling, RJ. Is, uh, Looking at porn parodies? Porn reviews on podcast forum where people can't even see what I'm looking at. They just hear me laughing about it. That's what people have signed up for. Pornos. Porno. Pornos. Speaking of pornos, do uh did you want me to talk about Star Trek or not? Nah? Uh It's up to you. It's whether you want to hear about it or not. Uh yeah, you you go for it, Big Daddy.
I don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much, RJ, but... Um, yeah. I mean, what, what else can you do when, when such a magnificent job has been done in conveying well, and experiencing secondhand uh, the wonderful world of Scott Bakula, the or Scott Dracula, maybe... Scott Dracula? Um, Scott Dracula. You know about that guy? Oh, my God. How big was his package this time? I don't think he got brought up once, but maybe it did. You're going to have to tune in to find out for yourself. If that's if you want package talk, maybe you got to listen. Find out. If you want to hear about Scott Bakula's enormous package, you got to sign up for the Patreon. You, you want to hear about Trip? Trip? Man, Trip gets into some crazy stuff. Oh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> don't even get me started on Flox's toenails. <laughs> crazy. Porthos, he's a dog. <laughs> don't take him on away teams, guys. Just don't. No, just give give him the cheese. That's all he wants. Yeah. Give him the cheese. Um, you you got any news, RJ? Uh, I did see one thing today that I wanted to tell you. What? Uh, Kevin Smith's new film, Kilroy, was here to be released as an NFT. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's on that's on track for how he does stuff, hey? Huh. I just I just thought I should tell you. I thought you'd be interested in that. Okay. Are, are you, in fact, interested in that? Um, no. He's stunned. He's stunned. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, okay. I'm doing good. I'm doing good well, over Well, never here. mind then. All right then. All right. That's all I got, Jared. <laughs> Big man. What? Huh? Uh, jeez. What are, what are people, what are, I'm trying to see what people are talking about. Oh, I see, uh, in Canada, hashtag groomers is trending. What does that mean? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're talking about dog groomers, but... That's what my head went to. Is it something else? Uh, you just just don't... You don't want to know. Okay. I'll, I'll live in the ignorant bliss that I I already exist in. Uh, boo. I'm just looking at... People have got hot takes. People are talking about ambulance. They're talking about hmm. the bubble. Wambulance. No, just an ambulance. I think that, I think that's a movie. Oh, that's Michael Bay. Ah, ambulance. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a chase movie. I think that's cool, hey. Yeah, that's pretty cool, hey. That's pretty cool, there, dude. Someone here named David Sims says, if ambulance really costs forty million dollars, then holy shit! I don't know if that's good or bad. Probably good. What about Michael Bay isn't good, is what I'm saying. What if there were an ambulance, someone asks. What if it were, were an ambulance that could only drive um, so many miles a minute? Hmm. You, do you know? I don't know. I don't know nothing. He, he doesn't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I see a lot of people are talking about The Northman. Yeah, apparently it is a movie. 
of sorts. Yeah, it's the new Bob Eggers. Bob Bob Eggers? Do you think he likes a ham and agar in the morning? No, absolutely not. You're not a ham and agar? He's more of a um, uh, sausage McMuffin kind of guy. I find that hard to believe. Uh, there's a headline from Associated Press. UN warns Earth firmly on track toward an unlivable world. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, what else is new? What else is new? We've known that for a long time, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we got a movie to talk about. Sure. My boy. Um, shit. So, whew, after the break, um, we're going to get stuck in an elevator. We got microphones and laptops, so we're going to, we're going to live stream it to oh. you. You'd never I'm, know the difference. Even if that weren't mo- true. It's not true. It's not. Any of those things. Is it going to be on the Morbius Discord? If there isn't one already, there should be. There is. There is. And the fish is full of hot memes of people who've never seen the movie. No, but the, their takes are... That's the way it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Movies that aren't real. Nothing's real, Jared. I mean, I think it's it's key to remember that a lot of great jazz musicians weren't even professional jazz musicians. They didn't make money doing it. You know, for example, yeah. to this day, I'm, you know, I work at a pizza restaurant as a hostess. Right. Well, as a host. Just, you know, the, the way that a jazz musician works is jazz is your passion. Mm-hmm. What I do is I manage a lot of children. We go on camping retreats. Mm-hmm. And I actually, at night, when they're asleep, I'll put on a little jazz, a little boogie-woogie. And so when they wake up, they are irritable and they did mm-hmm. not have a pleasant night's sleep because mm-hmm. kids do not like jazz. Nor should they. One, two, three, ho! I'm gonna throw this at you.
And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about Elevator to the Gallows from 1957, directed by Louis Malm. He's back, RJ. It's only been like five weeks. Since what form is he back in? Um, black and white form. Not Pog? No. He's not a Pog. He's a man. So what were you saying? It's been like, what, two weeks since the last Louis Mall film? Feels like it. Quick, what? Quite the turnaround. It honest, it feels like a week. Like it feels like we did three Louis Malls, one other movie, and then another Louis Mall again. Like that's how fast it seems. Well, you want to hear the tagline for this Louis Mall film? No. Frantic for life and love. Frantic for excitement. I said no. (laughs) I said no. And a synopsis for the film from Letterboxd. A self-assured businessman murders his employer, the husband of his mistress, which unintentionally provokes an ill-fated chain of events. Hmm. What do you feel about that? Well, that description? Yeah. I, I feel it kind of telegraphs things a little bit too much. It's a little spoilery. How do you feel about spoilers? Um, I don't know. I feel what if someone what if someone came up to you right now and told you how Morbius ended? I'd be would fine. you feel would you I'd be fine. You'd be okay with yeah. that? Yeah. I'd be okay with You'd that. be okay with someone telling you how Morbius ended? I would be. I'd be very okay with that because I had no intention of watching it. So I'm like, I don't know what that means. But when I'm about to watch a movie, mm-hmm. um, sign in and you'll know, watch it on the Criterion channel. And I'm like, what's this all about? And I read and I go, ill fated chain of events. Uh oh. Uh Oh, have you not seen this movie before? I had never seen this movie before. It's been on my Seems, radar. Uh, strange. It's been on my radar for a while. It's one of those uh, kind of latter-day film noirs that are French films inspired by film noir, even though a lot of film noir, including the noir part, comes from kind of the atmospheric black-and-white films of like kind of the late 30s. Those impressionist films, RJ, you know, you know about that Jean Gabin? You know that guy? Remember that guy? Love that guy. Uh, Jean Gabin, he's yeah. not in this. I know, but it's the those types of films kind of left an impression on the Americans doing the film noir, the real noirs, the hard noirs in the 40s. And this is 1957, very late in the noir cycle. And this is like definitely uh, following in the steps, I think, of that type of story, but turning it slightly on its head, slightly. Not too, not too violently, not too dramatically, but just a little bit. Where I feel that this movie mm. actually plays like a dark comedy more than anything a else. A dark comedy? Yes. And can you describe that? A dark comedy? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, would use, I would just self-fulfill it by using Elevator to the Gallows. And you go define, uh-huh. define Elevator to the Gallows. And then it goes around, yes, that's... around and around and around. That, that was my intent. No. It's beautiful. Okay. It's a beautiful thing. Interesting. Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of I'll take us through this movie here. Elevator to the Gallows. It's only a brisk ninety minutes. Um, oh, is that all? It's it's, it's a it's a nice nice thing to see. Mm-hmm. Pop the mm-hmm. movie in. Um, the movie opens up with a kind of an intense conversation between a man and a woman. Um, they are plotting something. We don't know what, but it seems very intense mm. about meeting. After something's ha- is going to go down, 
Meeting at like a Denny's? Uh, yeah, essentially. The equivalent to 1950s uh, Paris Denny's. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. But, but, but it's a cafe. Like yeah. M- Mick Cafe. Mick Cafe. Yeah, it's right beside the Denny's. <laughs> right it's right. almost the same thing. Jared. Right right down near there. So we got, yeah, yeah. we have um, Mrs. Carala and one Julian Tavonier. Who? You know, our, our, uh, our dude who's going to spend some time in an elevator, as it turns out. But before he gets to there, um, well, he's getting to work. He's uh, kind of setting up the appearance that he's around doing things. And then he's like telling this um, uh, secretary working late uh, at the end of the Friday, working the uh, switchboard and for sharpening pencils. Uh, it's like, well, I got one more thing I got to do back in my office and I'll be right out. And he goes back to his office and he busts out a grappling hook. And I don't know, RJ, how many Criterion films that we've watched to this point, uh-huh. anyway, where grappling hooks have like been centerpieces of action. I'd say there's been at least three. Okay. And I name, feel like if you didn't notice, then. Name them. Name them, please. The three? Yeah. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. We never watched that movie, RJ. And um, I've never because I've never yeah. seen that movie in my life. So continue. Yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and uh, there's that other movie um, called uh... Pizza Hut. So grappling hooks. I thought yes. that I'm like, yeah. man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> grappling hooks are pretty cool. No, grappling yeah. hooks are. And, pretty and this cool. guy just scales the side of this building real fast, lickety split. Because we find out later he's a paratrooper. What's he's, that? He's seen some shit. He's a soldier. For which army? Uh, France, I'm assuming. For France? Yeah, he's a Frenchman. Well, you, he could have fought for anyone, though. It's tr- I guess. I mean, that's usually not what you do. I mean, unless you're like some sort of mercenary, then you're fighting for like whoever pays you the most. Hmm. Also true. Also true. So, well, it's curious that you asked that, though, because his boss, he's going to take out, um, and he's got to do it real discreet-like and make it look like a suicide, uh, because this guy's like a, the implication, he's a bad guy. He's an arms dealer. Mm -hmm. He's got those deals going on in Indochina. Indochina? No. It kind of reminded me of uh, Mr. Arkadin. Also, also a uh, an arms <laughs> yeah, dealer. Kinda. Yeah, and this guy's like on the phone laughing about his deals. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who cares? I'm making money. Oh, you think? Oh, you pull a gun on me, Mister Burn style? Oh, <laughs> you think you know how to use that? Give that to you, me. Is that? Are you talking about taking candy from a mm-hmm. baby, Jarrett? Potentially. Ooh, potentially, we don't know that because it's only a silhouette in the first part of that two parter. Do you remember the phone-in thing when people would phone in and be like, who do you think shot Mr. Burns? I do remember that. Do you also remember Mad About You? Yeah. In Mad About You, they had a baby and there was a phone-in thing. I was like, what do you think they're going to name their baby? And then it ended up being something like Mabel. And everyone was like, what? (laughs) Like the wrestler? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe the wrestler is based off of the Mad About You baby. Do you remember Mabel? I I remember Mabel from Mad About You. Mad about you, baby name. Mabel. Yeah. Mabel. Fuck, I know. Now, now look up Mabel WWF. 
Mabel, WWF. Uh, Viscera? Viscera? <laughs> yeah, it's the same It's the same person, dude. Okay. That's that's the baby from FOU. <laughs> wow. It was a huge well, blast. I, I didn't realize that the, the Mad About You baby wound up becoming the king of the ring. Well, yeah. King, king Mabel. What else is a, else is a baby going to do? I don't know. Yeah, babies are crap. They don't do much. Yeah, well. So, RJ... We get a nice little suicide setup, and apparently the sound, the, the the roar of a pencil sharpener was enough to dampen the shot of a gun being fired. And hence, hence uh, my hence my comment about sort of the this kind of uh, kind of drab comedy uh, that this film kind of feels like. We're just like it's so deadpan, it's so low key that it's just kind of there, and you'll either just go, oh, that's playful. Kind of like a black comedy, Jerry. Dark, a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a preferred term there? Uh, there, there there could be. I mean, I'm sure it's maybe more accurate to use it, but I just I don't want to. I don't want to use it. Dark. dark. You don't want to. Darker. Yeah. He he doesn't want to. I don't want to. Doesn't want to. Then you know, so everything's going pretty good. He's got his little knifey deal that he can kind of slide out so that the lock locks behind him. So it looks like the guy locked himself in and killed himself, and he's going mm-hmm. to get off scot free. And he he goes slides down his grappling hook back to his office just as the um, the secretary is with the security guard for the building and they're calling him in his office. And he's like, oh, I gotta get to the phone before they realize I'm not there. And he's like, Niello. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. let's go right now. But the whole time I'm like, buddy, what about the grappling hook? What about the grappling hook? You're going to forget about the grappling hook? He'll get it later. Wow. He's, no, he's totally forgot about it. No, he'll and, get it. Wow. He'll try. Yeah. So. He'll try. So. Um, he leaves and you're keep thinking, what about what about the grappling hook? And he gets to his car. He's getting it running. And then we get kind of introduced to the, the flower girl. Who runs? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's like? Who works at the flower shop across the street? Who's hanging out with her young, tough boyfriend? And she's like, "Oh man, one day I'd like to have a car just like Mister uh, Tavernier. Look at look how cool he is. He's such a cool guy." What did you think of the boyfriend? He reminded me of someone I know. Yeah, he is like Pompadour. He's <laughs> just like yeah. Like, like, <laughs> he's just like slicking his back of his hair back constantly. And anytime someone says something, he go. Huh. <sighs> And he kind of like throw his hair a little bit this way or that way. And just, mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, of course, at this point, our Tavernier guy, he looks up and he sees the grappling hook blowing in the wind. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he like takes off, leaves the keys in the car. And he gets back into the building. He starts taking the elevator up. But mm-hmm. as he's in the elevator, the security guard turns the power off to the building. Yes, so our, our boy weird move. our boy is stuck in the elevator to the gallows. Which gallows, Jarrett? I don't know. I guess that's the one where you get executed at. <laughs> like the gallows? The gallows. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. I thought it was like a euphemism for something. Oh yeah, no. 
So, um, yeah, this guy's stuck in an elevator. And um, this the young woman and from the flower shop and the, her boyfriend, they decide, uh, well, the, the boyfriend decides, I'm going to take this guy's car. And he's mucking around with it. She's like, no, don't do that. Don't drive, don't drive away. No, stop. Pull over. And, but she's just like, she gets into it. They're going to they're gonna have a fun time, but as long as they return it. They're not, not, not going to dent it up. They're not going to do anything too bad. You know? Mm, I do know. Do you think yeah. that's what they'll do, though? Uh, well, we'll find out. So uh, we go back to uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Karala, uh, who is played by uh, Jean Moreau. And she's, of course, a little... A little put out. She she went to the the Denny's to meet uh, Tavernier after he takes care of her husband. Makes it look like a suicide. They're going to be together. Everything's going to work out great. But mm-hmm. it's not going to. Because she's like, where did he go? She's like, is he at the other Denny's? She, yeah, maybe I misunderstood. She goes out to the street. She sees his car, and she sees a guy driving the car, so she assumes it's him, and she's and he's with this young woman. She's like, I can't believe it. This must be some sort of mistake. He wouldn't do said, this to is me. Is this a joke? And uh, she proceeds to walk around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, uh, I don't know if at this point I should a- ask about or mention the Miles Davis uh, score. Score? Yeah. I mean, I saw at the at the top of it, I saw a score by Miles Davis, and I went, I went, uh, oh, that's. I was like, that's neat. I really like Miles Davis. And then this movie plays out, and I hear it sometimes, but I didn't. I didn't hear it a lot. Is that just me? Well, there's uh, sequences where it's more prevalent, particularly when yeah. um, the uh, uh, Moreau characters walking around and being all sad with the rain falling on her, kind of just walking down the mm-hmm. streets with men leering at her, people, all kinds of people leering, and she just walks around sort of in a trance. Mm-hmm. So, How, who have you leered at lately? <laughs> who have I leered at lately? Well, I mean, if you tune in earlier, folks, to uh, mm-hmm. our, our discussions about um, Star Trek and uh, porn parodies. Oh, that's who you've been leering at? <laughs> Apparently. I mean, you, you saw Worf, didn't you? I, I did see Worf. Yeah. I'm always looking for Worf, baby. You know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that. Even even though you got data there behind you, speaking of which, where's data in in our porn parody? I mean, I, oh, my, 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 my understanding is that he is fully functional. He is fully functional, and if you say otherwise, that's bullshit. Because that was canon from the start. No, from the start, Jared. Pretty yeah, yeah it's I'm... like episode three, I think. Well, data's not there, and um, I mean, I, Bev Crusher's not there. And I get why Wesley's not there. That would be problematic. But like Q could have been there, and they could they could have had a Borg in there. Who else would you have wanted well, to see in that? It is in continuity. Maybe Wesley was already had already left. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let the adults get down to business. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. 
Uh, so yeah, we we're, we have basically three things going down in the movie. We have elevator times. We've got young young couple in love uh, with the car, and then some motel times, and we have. Uh, sad uh, Jean Moreau walking around the streets, going to different cafes, uh, looking for her her man, and trying to uh, understand what's going on. She even goes back to the her you know her now dead husband's uh, business to see what's up, but she's it's all locked up and she can't get in. And she keeps wandering about. So uh, during one of the while well, the car is being taken out by the young couple. Uh, they kind of run across some friendly Germans, as opposed to I don't know. They're from Munich. They're they're very cheery. Uh, even though, and they, they yeah. even like have a, a car accident where the guy's uh, vehicle gets smashed up, and he's like, <laughs> "That hasn't happened before. Come, let me buy you. Uh, let let us stay in the <laughs> same motel room together." <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's just like the nicest guy. It's like, he is the nicest hey, guy. It's like, dude, let's party. <laughs> he he does. He's he's like, want to have a drink? Mm-hmm. He's like, y'all bad boys like champagne. Nope. And he goes, Mm-mm-mm. and check in. Um, our dude is still in the elevator. He is trying to like find ways out. He's spending a lot of time with his little uh, lighter, looking up. He's with, he's undoing screws. Yeah, and... look, looking at corners, checking. Up. He gets the doors open, but he realizes in between floors, and he's too low to crawl up out onto the next floor, or t- and can't get down to the bottom part. Um, eventually, this escalates to him like realizing, "Hey, there's a carpet beneath me. I can I can undo that, uh, but the, undo those snaps, those fasteners, and hey, mm-hmm. there's a little plate underneath here I can lift up. And of course, it's just a big drop down to the bottom of the elevator shaft. Uh, he lights up his pack of cigarettes uh, and drops it down to see how far of a drop it is. It's quite a bit. Uh, and of course, he's got this idea like, well, you know, maybe I can like swing down on this uh, cable and I can uh, undo this latch on the door that will get me to safety and I can finally get out of here. So no one finds me in a building with my dead boss. Yeah. Cause uh, imagine explaining that at the next staff function. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, one yeah. of the, uh, night watchmen, they doing the rounds. He stops by, starts the elevator, just to power up things. And of course the elevator starts going down while he's at the bottom of this cable. And there's a, there's a near death experience almost being had, but mm-hmm. the power gets back, turned back off. And he's like, Oh, so he crawls back in to the elevator and eventually falls asleep. Um, so then, uh, yeah, we have uh, Moreau looking sad, being rained on and then uh, Gesundheit. I tried to mute it. My bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's, yeah, the late night strolling takes her to another, like, you know, late night 4 a.m. cafe, and then she meets some guy. That, uh, she does meet a guy. Yeah, she starts hanging out with that dude. He seems to know her, kind of. Yeah, I think it's like, very... I think he probably knows her and knows her husband and stuff like that. And, yeah. so, and so he's loaded and trying to be, you know, affable, but, you know, also available. Uh, so yeah, the the young couple hanging out with the the older uh, German couple. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the young guy he starts getting a little squirrely. 
he's kind of like, we can't hang out here long. Like, he's just like, no, nah, something feels off about this. I'm going to take off. But like, but instead of just like, you know, leaving and taking the car they arrived in, he's going to like steal this German guy's car. And, uh, of course, it seems like the German man was expecting this. It's like, oh, <laughs> I've got a gun. But well, he did. He the German guy did make note like before. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, I know you aren't who you say you are. Right? Yes. He's like, yeah. Mister, who is not this guy? And then he goes in there. and He's like, Are you looking for this? <laughs> and he gets him because the German guy is awesome. He's awesome. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He didn't even mock the car because he knew it was going to happen. He's yeah. like, I don't give a frig. You don't, you don't know about the second gear? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the young guy's got the car, the gun from um, Tavernier's um, console. And he shoots him. And then the, the, the German guy's wife comes running out. And she gets shot, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy really goes on a rampage. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the so young guy, flower girl, they get away, and they drive back into the city, and they're not sure what to do. They park the car, uh, kind of on a bridge. They walk back to the girl's apartment, where they fail to kill themselves. They sure try, though. Yeah, I mean, she apparently just has like sleeping pills in this like a little yeah. tube, and she's just like, "Yeah, we'll take a whole, we'll take like five each of these, and then we'll die, and then we won't have to worry about anything anymore." There's no, there's no point of yeah. living anymore, and uh, and then we're just going to fall asleep. And then there's uh, that lady really rips them later when mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, "You stupid, you stupid, clumsy bitches!" He's like, "This won't kill you." And I quote, <laughs> "It." She said something like that. Stupid, so, lazy bitches. Clumsy. Yeah. Clumsy. Yeah. It's something similar, I should say. Along those lines, yeah. And like, yeah. Um, so yeah, then we get, uh, uh, yeah, back to the Moreau character, uh, Mrs. Carolla. Uh, she's been picked up by the, by the fuzz, uh, along because they're all out too late, breaking curfew and a whole lot, a lot of sex workers are arrested in this, um, scoop up. So she's being taken to the police headquarters. And uh, when she gets there, she, of course, drops her last name. And everyone's like, oh, well, we all know how important your husband is. It's like, well, he's not around right now. He's in, I don't know, what is it, the Alps or something like that. Um, and so, like, they're very, like, oh, well, yes, of course, we won't, there won't be an official report. And you can leave right now. But uh, one, one, one last thing. Um, your your husband, he, he works with a man named Tavernier. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure, she has that look of like, oh, I, I, the name sounds familiar. I believe so. Because, of course, I guess I failed to mention that when the, the young couple were running rampant, hanging out with these the Germans and checking in at the motel, the name they kept giving was that of uh, Tavonier. And that's what they kept saying was they were Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, uh, while, while the real Tavonier is sitting in an elevator... Uh, there's these young people running around, essentially setting him up for murders that he did not commit. Mm. What what else are they trying to do with him? That's about it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else. Not, nothing. That's all. I mean, it was kind of like an accident. Man, yeah. I thought something else happened. Well, that's about it. They're, they took his trench yeah. coat. They used his gun. But, you know, just because they just happened to have it. 
So the thing, he has no idea mm. how, how things are looking for him inside his elevator. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he, he, he runs away and he eats, what, 600 croissants? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she finds out that her, um, yeah, so the Moreau, she, yeah, yeah. the croissants come later. Oh, I thought you were uh, already Oh, no, 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 no. So yeah, she finds out that uh, Tavernier was, like, out and, like, a suspect and killing some guy, some woman, and she's like, oh, I see. <laughs> like, but... Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, well, I'm gonna bur- I'm gonna throw this guy to the walls, even though it's like, well, this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and so, yeah. she, I think she kind of like, I'm not sure what the leap is in the movie, but um, at some point, she kind of da- dawns on her that it was there's like this young woman that was in the car, and she was, she's like, oh, maybe it's like this that flower girl from across the street from where they work. Uh well, well what a oh yeah and then a, the tendency comes yeah after, but yeah because right? then she goes to the flower shop asks where she lives mm-hmm. and then yeah there's also a scene too where like the the poli- there's like a scene where the police are giving essentially a press release to the the press about what they yeah. think happened and it's like ah this like very arrogantly saying ah this happened and this happened this is what their motivation was um well they they also they get a description of the woman because of the uh the hotel people because the the flower girl goes in there but the the young boy doesn't so they have a description of the woman mm-hmm. and then that lady kind of figures it out too and then they put out a press release that it's the her like the guy with the flower girl yeah. the guy in the elevator and then that lady goes to the apartment gets the address of the uh flower girl from the and flower then, shop and then she yes yeah. that's yeah and then uh, of course even before that happens uh this is when the police go to check out where Tavernier works because they they're, they're looking for him so they go to where he has, where he actually has his office and while unknowing that he's actually in the elevator uh, they turn the power on and of course they go upstairs on the other elevator and he gets out on the other elevator and he's like well I got to go up and uh, get that grappling hook he goes up there it's not there he goes he leaves cuz he's like doesn't want to get caught Mm-hmm. Or actually, does he even think about going back to the elevator for looking for the grappling hook? Because I know at one point the grappling hook actually just like fell on its own. No, he does. He doesn't go up there because so what happens is um, he uh, the elevators get turned on and he goes up and he listens to what's going on. Right. And because uh, he doesn't know anything about the young people taking his car or anything like that. No. So yeah, he thinks he's that oblivious people to are that. just he thinks people are just looking for that guy. So he's like, oh, I better scram. So they don't know I was actually here. Yes. He goes out and his car was gone, but then he sees yeah. someone but, giving but, tickets. But he also thinks that the cops took his car. Yeah, because there's someone ticketing cars right but, there. But and... he never does think about the grappling hook <laughs> again. No. But, no but, he... but the grappling hook solved itself because it just like fell to the ground. Yeah. yeah. No, the grappling hook is not his priority anymore because he spent two days in an elevator. So then he runs to the... A day... A day. A day and a half. Maybe. Yeah, but those French people like, love snacking, Jared. Wow, that's the well, anyway, yeah. He he gets where he goes looking. He's he's gonna he's munching on some croissant and then he orders more croissant. And then of course he I, just and then he doesn't realize his face is on the front page of the newspaper saying that he murdered yeah. two two tourists. And then the police show up, pick him up. And then we get an interrogation where they're forcing him to stand in a dark room. 
and mm-hmm. uh, they're trying to, and they keep going through it over and over and over again, trying to get them to slip up. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying. Is, yeah, and this is where uh, Moreau uh, goes to the flower shop and then figures out the flower girl was involved, and she goes and finds their apartment, finds um, that they tried drugging themselves, uh, and she admonishes them for being sloppy at it and not doing a very good job of it. She locks them in saying, well, I'm going to go to the police, and I'm going to tell them what you did, and that this is what really happened. Uh, And then she leaves, she throws the newspaper at them, and of course... uh, (laughs) A young young man, uh, he looks at the newspaper and goes, "Wait a minute! They think we're, they don't even think it's us. They think it's that guy." And it's like, "We're we're in the clear." We just, but then she's like, "Oh, wait a minute! What about that roll of film from that camera mm-hmm. that we were shooting with uh, that belonged to Tavernier? Oh fuck! I went and developed it. <laughs> so we better go. We gotta go back to the motel. Pick, mm-hmm. We have the receipt. Pick up the film so they don't see that we we were with the couple and it wasn't the other guy. Um, of course." Um, Moreau, uh, Caval- mm-hmm. she know she's like, aha, I'm going to tail this guy to the motel, this scamp. And of course it all converges, um, with the, the young guy and this woman showing up at the motel. They go to the, uh, the, the dark room that's just like out in the open. And let me tell mm-hmm. you, RJ, that is not how dark room photography would work. Where, where's your dark room? Uh, at work. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I couldn't just come in if I wanted. It wouldn't look like that. You can't Not just much of a dark room. You can't just like I don't even think there's a door. They just like walk into a space and it's like fully lit. And uh, especially when you're waiting for paper to reveal, it's like no, nah, you need safe light. So that's fun. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, of course the the it's too late for the young man. His fortunes have already been sealed. The photo of him hanging out with the people. Here's the people we, here's the guy we killed smiles together. And it's like, you're going away for a long time. And then, um, Mrs. Uh, Karala, she's like, Oh, thank you for your great work. Time to go. She's like, Oh, just one more thing. Says the detective. It's like, that's not all we found on the film. Mm. And then we see all these photos of the happy couple together. Uh, it's like, (laughs) who who took these photos? Good question. Who did take yeah. the photos? And, 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 then, and then we get some strange description of the sentencing in France in a scenario like this, where it's like, well, you know, your boyfriend who ki- who actually killed your husband, he'll get like ten years because you know, you know, a dude's got to do what he's got to do. But <laughs> well, he's like every every dude's got got some lady he's got to do stuff and, and, for, and he's got to. Well, I mean, he he killed because he he wanted some. And he wanted mm-hmm. to make it nice and clear, like who, where the designations were. He had to kill this guy. He's a bad guy. But you, you are this guy's the dead man's wife, and you're going to get to like twenty years. <laughs> justice system. <laughs> justice, just us. Justice, yes, justice. So it's anyway, a justice system. That's the that's the movie. Uh, yes. It is a movie. That is the whole... And then it goes, Finn. Finn, as as they do. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought it was... Uh, okay. So this is the feature film debut of uh, Louis Mal. This is his first movie. Uh, there's a lot of talk with this movie and it being improvised, which I find strange, because mm? this movie is like super what pop. Parts? I don't know, because I think it's like this weird, like, 
like fetishizing of jazz music and how Miles Davis <laughs> does improvisation and they're yeah it's okay. like it's in the spirit of improvisation things are just improvised I'm like no 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 this this movie is like pretty tight like this movie like is like really like clearly shot and laid out planned out uh, mm-hmm. so I am not getting that yeah I'm I don't really know what that means either because. Uh... Maybe it's just the jazz part. Because... I think more so that, but yeah, there's some. Because, I mean, there is like, like it's tight in the sense where there's, there's like mention that he doesn't pay parking tickets in the first five minutes. And then the last 10 minutes where he, when he, or 20 minutes when he thinks his car is towed, it's because he sees someone else giving tickets. He goes, the tickets. He's like, yeah, I'm infamous for not paying parking tickets. And it's like, yeah, that's very clearly planned beforehand. Um, and even that German guy, that guy couldn't have been improv. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe maybe the leather jacket kid with his hair slicked back. Maybe they're like, you do whatever you want because that. I mean, that kid was just he was like, <clears throat> he's just walking around being pouty. So maybe it was him. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Jared. I'm not sure. A um, couple of shots that I thought stood out. Um... And like, there's the one that's telegraphed in a way that I'm like, why is this in the sh- movie? Because it's it's a really n- nice moment that really pays off at the very end, where she's mm-hmm. I think it was like when she gets out of jail and she's getting into this car and it's kind of a black finish of a car and she looks down in the reflection of it and it's super clear and it's like this image of her looking at herself in this like black abyss and it's just like. It, the way that it appears because it's a black and white movie is like you see her like you know blonde hair um you know pale complexion kind of just be reflected and then all the shadows completely disappear into the blackness of the car and i was like oh that's a kind of a striking uh picture and then of course the final one of the one of the final shots of the whole movie is her looking in the dark room photography chemicals and she's looking at the darkness of the the chemical and it's the exact same mirrored shot I have no idea mm-hmm. what the relevance of it is or what uh, we want to read into this, but I, I thought it was like it, it, the weird setup of it earlier, and then you get this kind of payoff at the very end of it of herself looking into her uncertain dark future. I don't know, but I don't. Again, I'm like, how is this improvised? <laughs> I think um, it seems pretty planned to me. But have you ever heard of metaphors? Uh, no. Are, are, are those are those new? Uh, yeah, it's this new concept I heard about. It's pretty yeah. crazy, but yes. But I think that's what it is. <sighs> yeah, I I seem like I was just coming across people talking about this being improvised or something like that, and I'm like, well, I mean, but it's all about the the soundtrack that everyone, everybody apparently just loses their shit over the opening <laughs> the opening paragraph of the essay uh, by Ron Douche. <laughs> Uh, for the for the Criterion release, Chef du Cinema Elevator to the Gallows. It opens up with him saying, I hate to admit it, but as much as I enjoy watching Elevator to the Gallows, I think I'd be just as happy if everything were cut out of it except for Jean Moreau wandering the Champs-Élysées at night and accompanied by Miles Davis's um, elegic um, soundtrack. It's those scenes that really make the movie for me. I mean, here's the thing. I like Miles Davis. I listen to Miles Davis. I like Coltrane. I like jazz. I listen to that stuff. Um, it's cool that it's in a movie, but it's like I said, like it, it was a, that's kind of um, 
wasn't the pri- like, like the primary poll for me for this one. You could just listen to Miles Davis to any movie. You just turn the movie on mute. You know what I mean? Miles Miles Davis's score for the film is considered by many to be groundbreaking, with jazz critic Phil Johnson describing it as the loneliest trumpet sound you will ever hear and the model for sad core music ever since. Hear it and weep. Sad core, hey? Sad core. That's what they call it. Uh, how about uh, New Yorker film critic Richard Brody claiming the film is more important for its place in French film history than for its own artistic merits, with the exception of the Miles Davis score, which he said, quote, is worth hearing entirely on its own. It's better than the film itself, by far, and there are better ways to hear it than in the movie, namely by listening to a CD that features the entire studio sessions from which the score was edited. Hmm. I mean, again, it's cool. Jazz. How smooth is it? It's jazz. So it's always but, smooth, unless it's acid it, jazz. Then it burns. Hey, can can you uh, can you give me a sample of what the jazz sounds like? No, I I couldn't. Jared, I, I only know I only know scat. Well, what's that one? You know that one that one little part of the song. Everyone knows it. It's the most recognizable one. You know the one I mean. Well, what I want to bring up, though, from this this essay, before I ask what you think about this film, RJ, because I feel like this really gets down to it. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about chili? The country or the food? The food. I love chili. Well, I mean, you know that Miles Davis had a chili recipe in his... Uh, what is it? Uh, was it Miles Davis's Southside Chicago Chili Mac? I got the. Let me don't, have a look d- at don't, this. don't worry, I've got it here. I can send this to your your way. Okay. Um, bacon grease, two tablespoons, three large cloves, of garlic minced, one green and one red pepper cut into strips, two pounds okay. ground lean chuck. I, I use seventy-five twenty-five ground chili beef, two teaspoons ground cumin, uh, half a jar of mustard, four tablespoons, uh, mm-hmm. half a shot glass of white vinegar, two tablespoons, mm-hmm. two teaspoons chili powder, um, salt two and tea, two teaspoons chili yeah. powder. Yeah. Okay. This the, apparently the per- the author of this wrote uh, one tablespoon. They used salt and pepper to taste. Pinto or kidney beans, two 15-ounce cans, drained, one can of tomatoes, one canned beef broth, two cups. Um, for a serving, linguine or spaghetti, oyster crackers, grated Parmesan cheese. This is... And then there's instructions on how to prepare it. Is this like it. Chicago-style chili? This like is, on, this like is, on no, spaghetti. This is Miles Davis's Southside Chicago Chili Mac. Okay. Not the chili that I like. This like is... I mean, I don't put my chili on stuff. You know what I mean? Like I make I make I make my chili chili kind of thing. It's... This is on a this is from a John Schwed's biography of Davis. Okay, there there's good stuff there, but uh, I feel, I feel like there's yeah like it's definitely something. It's a topping chili, so it's it, like you said, spaghetti or crackers. I don't know about crackers, but uh, um, I like to make my chili a little bit different. But the mustard, 
I think is an interesting thing. I think I'm going to put a, a spoon or two of mustard in into mine the next time I make it. But there's a few there's a few things that overlap. There's a few things that overlap. Only one Patreon has my chili recipe. Mm-hmm. And if you want my chili, if you want Creeps chili, got to become a Patreon. Sam Loveland will tell you. Mm-hmm. Or actually, was it Jared Berger? <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember now. Oh, no. One of those guys has it. It's leaked. It's out there. One of those guys has it. But they they wouldn't give it up because they're Patreon exclusives and they know. They know. They know. Somebody has my chili recipe. I can't remember who. <laughs> I think it was Sam. That doesn't sound maybe safe it was Jared to me. Berger. It was one of those two. I can't remember. Maybe, it was a long time maybe, ago. Maybe it was Frank. It was not Frank. It was either Sam or Jared. Okay. And they're going to say, how do you not remember? And I'm going to say, I don't remember anything. I don't yeah. even remember what we talked about at two hours ago. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? I don't even remember. Elevator to the gallows in Chile. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, uh, Miles Davis. But anyway, yeah, no. So I had kind of low to no expectations to Elevator to the gallows, but I actually found it uh, really easy to watch. Um mm-hmm. And uh, easy, yeah, easy enough to get into and follow the story, and uh, held my attention, which again is uh, quite the feat. Uh, mm-hmm. Three hundred and thirty-five criterions later, especially for a new movie that I haven't seen mm-hmm. before. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. RJ, what did you think of Elevator to the Gallows? If shit in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Remember that one, Jarrett? Nope. Is that what you were going to use at the end of the episode? No, I mean, that's all you, my friend. Oh, okay. Uh, Elevator to Gallows. Um, I, too, have not seen said film. But I have seen a lot of Louis Maul in the last month. I'll tell you that much. Four um, of them. Four of them in, like, fucking as many weeks. Uh, so I watched this movie and, um, you, you, uh, you did the whole rundown. I think this movie starts great, like the first 10, 15 minutes and then getting stuck in the elevator, grabbed my attention. I went, Ooh, I like this elevator times. I was like elevator times. That's cool. And then, uh, that, that piece of shit greaser steals the car and I went, Hmm. This could create considerable tension and conflict for people. We're talking like Morbius levels. I was like, this is almost Morbius level conflict and tension. It's not quite, but it's almost up to the Morbius. Um, yes, yeah, so I was <laughs> I was like, whoo, and then and then tension does ensue. So here's my uh, here's my short take on uh, elevators to the gallows. I think some of this movie is really, really good. I was like, yeah, I like this. This is good stuff. And then some of the movie, I was like, hmm, you kind of annoy me. Like what? <laughs> at, at some points. The, the kids. The kids annoy the shit out of me. Like the kids who steal the car. And I know it's just like that's what their characters are. They're supposed to be shitty little kids. I get that. Um, but li- literally, the, the greaser boy character annoys me every time i saw him on screen i was like get out i was like i don't want to look at you you're talking about you're talking about george pajuli yeah yeah he just annoyed me you, you know uh if i 
I get this correctly. And this is a, a what? You know who that is? That's the that's the that that's the boy from Forbidden Games. From uh like the Christmas movie Forbidden Games? Uh Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is forbidding the, the 1952 Which... Renee Clement world war movie on the farm with the, the little girl whose oh. family gets uh, blown up oh. and then she winds up living with them. There's like the main little boy who's building the like little uh, uh, graveyard full of animals. That's the same kid. I, I, I thought you meant what's that one? It's like dial Santa Claus. No. What's that? <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that called Forbidden Games also or something? Uh, something of this. It's sort. got it's got a bunch of different titles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I mean that makes sense now. He's he's grown up and he's shittier than ever. Deadly um, you're thinking of deadly games, I suppose. Yeah, at least games was in the title. Um, yeah. So yeah, my my actual um my knock isn't against the movie itself. I just hated that fucking guy. And he actually like was, every... and he actually was, uh, like seventeen in that. Yeah. So well, authentic. A lot, a, lot authentic. This, a lot of this movie seems genuine in that sense. Um, yeah, no, he just annoyed the shit out of me. Every time I saw him, I was like, Ugh. I was like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I really, really like the idea of just a dude stuck in an elevator for a whole movie mm-hmm. and then stuff happening while he's in there. Uh, you like that, uh, devil's movie, uh, devil, the M night shot long one. Well, produced it's by devil, devil, devil. singular yeah. devil. Get it, get it right. Oh, uh, a J- John Eric Dowdle. Dowdle. Uh, I've seen that movie. I thought it was a movie for sure. Um, to be sure. To be sure, no. I I love the idea of the uh, the elevator stuff, and um, I don't. I I also like the idea of like people on the run. Some some parts about it, it almost feels like two movies to me. If that makes sense. Well, I guess it's like three movies. It it is three movies because then it's also a, a spy movie, kind of, and a spy espionage love romance movie. Mm. On the other side of that, um. So uh, the the thing I liked the most was the elevator stuff. Um, the the kid's story, I like that German guy. He's super cool. I just hated the kid. Every time I saw him, I got annoyed. Uh, and like, <laughs> I mean, I know it was a, I know it was like a different time, man. It was the fifties, but like every time that girl's like, we shouldn't do this, and he's like, shut up, babe. Why are you on my case? Ugh. And he'd like flick his hair. And he'd be like, "I just killed a guy. What's the big deal?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" He has a line in this too, which uh, made me think of the King of the Incels. Yeah, um, yeah. Where so the German guy's like, "Well, what do you think of this or that?" And he's like, "My generation has other things on the mind, man." He's like, "We think about more than what your problems That's are." That's uh, see again. This is where you mean you're talking about beatniks. No, well, yeah, that too, but uh, th- I I think this guy's also an incel. Um, I mean, you could apply that to anything, I guess, at this point now. And I do, I, I guess. Do. I mean, <laughs> have have fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a beatnik, but I also think he's kind of an incel. I think this is an incel fanfic because it's like the story of this kid who's like trying to date someone, but he doesn't have money and he feels down about it, so he like tries to take the money. 
or like take take the possessions like the car to get the lady uh, but that doesn't work either. So then he acts out violently towards old German people. You yep. understand? I, I'm aware. Yeah. But yeah, the beat, the beatneck part, when he said that, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what a nerd. <laughs> He's like, we got other things on our mind. And I was like, oh, gr- gross. Um, so, yeah, that guy just annoyed me a lot. Uh, the uh, the lady's um, side story of looking for the guy, I thought that was fine. It's just, you know, part of the puzzle, part of the puzzle. But, uh, yeah, I really – my biggest thing, I, I, I just like the elevator stuff. I just thought that was well done. Um, all right, I just – I liked that part of the story the most. And it is a, it's a well-made movie. It's like I said, the scenes with the parking ticket stuff and, like, how that kind of comes full circle. I thought that was uh, – that was well kind of laid out. Um, well laid out. That's how you say that word. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's – um, it's crisp like uh it's well put together and they um i don't know there's i don't think there's any like major holes or anything like that other than maybe like he was grappling out of the window someone probably saw him nah who who no one looks up on the streets of paris uh yeah people probably don't look up but um no there's no uh there's no um gaping holes in this movie i don't think oh wow you know what I mean? Uh, no, it's a. Uh, I think I know what you're driving at. It's a. It's a good little show, and there's no there's no weird mother relations, which is a a fresh a Louis a Louis Mall first. Yeah. A Louis Mall first. And yeah, I mean, it's got grappling hooks and chili recipes. So. Uh, yeah, but was the chili recipe part of the movie, or is that just something you found afterwards? Well, it's in the Criterion. Uh, essay that of course everyone reads so i mean it's part of the experience now um i yeah yes it is you know i i i'm just gonna say i i don't really care one way or another about miles davis but so i mean that uh, that, i was pretty indifferent to that but i'm glad a lot of people find a lot of happiness i guess in it i mean i like coltrane more to be very honest um but uh I don't know. Jazz is cool. People allegedly people take out. I mean, I like listening to jazz, but when only when I'm doing stuff, like if I'm working or uh, reading or something, that's when I like to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I don't just throw it on when like I don't know when, to listen to music. When what? Like when you're doing what? I don't know. Just any time. I don't just throw it on. <laughs> it's like I have a task to do. Is when I throw it on. <laughs> Vacuuming. No, yeah, I don't. I don't throw it on when I'm vacuuming. I'll put on like other mu- like music with the lyrics and stuff. What, what kind of music? Uh, do you know a band called Blink One Eighty Two and Outcast, Jarrett? I'm. A, you know those guys? Yeah, those guys. You know those guys? Did you listen to those on CDR? Uh, I too listen to a couple of them on CDR. Okay, all right, just a couple. Oh, you want to hear? Couple. You want to hear from some people who uh, aren't fans of Elevator to the Gallows? Uh, I'm sure there's a few. Well, uh, we got some half stars to kick us off. We got Kath oh. Kath Go, half a star. Kath Go. We couldn't finish the last thirty minutes. It was just too ridiculous. In the beginning, I thought this would be a really good, smart film. It was a joke. So was Kath Go. Uh. 
Sorry. <laughs> it's voting. Actually, I don't know if Kafka is a joke or not. Letterbox is being slow at the moment. Uh-oh. For me. I'm clicking on her name. Okay. McLean. Here we go. Bio. I love old movies for the timeless glamour. High fashion. Smart dialogue. And just desserts. Hayes Code was okay by me. I also like desserts. My all-time favorite actors are Irene Dunn and Greer Garson. With Teresa Wright and Charles Boyer trailing close behind. Terrific. <laughs> Favorite films include Random Harvest, Greer Garson, and three films that have not loaded yet, Jarrett. Oh. Oh, Together Again with um, Irene Dunn. That's one of her favorites. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and two films that haven't loaded yet, Jared. <laughs> okay. So, you know, Letterboxd, it's doing pretty good at the moment. Well, it's a good thing I, uh, copy and paste my selections beforehand. Yeah. Well, I gotta do mine live, but yeah. it's not the internet, because you can clearly still hear me. I think Letterboxd is struggling. Okay. Well, I got another, I got a one-star review from Ryan2. Okay. Who writes, just watching this for the Crazy Davis score. It's, was it crazy? I don't, I don't know. Didn't no. care much for the French movie. I knew <laughs> it would boring from the first sentences spoken. Colonist war criminal gets stuck in the elevator. Thumbs up. Uh, very interesting, Jarrett. Very interesting. Ryan, too. I give an extra half star to movies with with good train or bike scenes. Um, interesting. Hmm. So their favorite films include Starstruck, Cafe Lumiere, Two Seconds, and My Winnipeg. But the interesting thing is right after Elevator to the Gallows, they watched Star Trek Five or Four, sorry, The Voyage Home. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think Spock gets called the R word in this one. Thumbs up. Mm. Is there is their review? He's called a Ryan. Yeah, he gets called a Ryan, which okay. is, is that is that bad? Someone also commented on his review and said e- exactly hmm. to his review. OK, uh, next we got of Silver Silence. One and a half stars. Visually mm. great. Stunning score from Miles Davis. I really Stunning. should have enjoyed it, but I really didn't. I a very thin story riddled with holes and some terrible dialogue, and it really annoyed me that he left his car running and I never warmed to the film after that. Hmm. Holes. What holes? What kind of holes? Gaping? Gaping. Uh, favorite films include A Dog's Life, Popeye the Sailor meets Sinbad the Sailor, mm-hmm. Police Story, and Drive My Car, which is a new movie. New movie. That's all seems good. You're a Popeye man, right? I do like those old Popeyes, those Fleischers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about spinach? That's pretty good. Yeah, spinach is good. Sometimes. Sometimes. What about that Humpty spinach salad? Oh, it's all about that, isn't it? <laughs> wow, well, they put a boiled egg on top of that thing ever? Mm-hmm. They do. Ooh, shit. Some, uh, some honey mustard. 
Oh. And that's finally, that also well, how about good. one more? This is a lengthy one from Robert Fuller. Old Bob. One and Bob. a half stars. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is really stupid. And I'm shocked that Louis Mal made his reputation on this. There's like three movies here. A dumb criminal comedy of errors, a criminal teen lovers on the run movie, and, well, a movie in which Jean Moreau tediously mopes around in the rain to Miles Davis. The three intersect only insofar as a laboriously set up Julian's being inadvertently framed for the murder of the German couple. But I mean, why? What purpose does this protracted and predictable exercise in irony serve? Jesus Christ. What pur- I sure I, got him. Uh, what purpose? I was hoping this whole movie would be set in the elevator. It's even in the damn title. Every cutaway to the insufferable teens or to the histrionic Moreau, whose thoughts are helpfully narrated for us in voiceover to keep Mal from having to, you know, direct and stuff, is a tension-destroying mm. slam on the brakes. Plot holes are innumerable. Why Why are you people talking about holes? You, this, these two guys? <laughs> like, what? I said there weren't holes. I know, but why did you bring it up at all? <laughs> Because I thought it was, I thought it would be something to mention that there weren't holes. Well, I mean, it's not like Jordy's fallen in any holes, so I mean, I'm not sure why it's being brought up. <laughs> Jordy did fall in a hole, not, not even not, just but, once. Well, not this week. Well, not this week, but he did fall in some holes. Plot, oh my god! <laughs> plot holes are innumerable. Why does the Moreau character get arrested? Was a scene deleted? <laughs> How does the grappling hook end up on the ground? Why does no one ever think about fingerprints in the case of the Germans? Because they're French. Or gunpowder residue in the case of the initial murder. It's like a duel between Paris's dumbest criminals and its dumbest cops. No surprise, I suppose, that the ending of the film is utter nonsense. Oh my god. This is Robert Fuller, right? Yeah. Hey, Jarrett. You want to hear a movie that they gave a half a star to? Okay. It's a 2001 film. Okay. Called uh, The Hole. I <laughs> uh, see. They hate it. They hate holes. What did holes ever do to you? <laughs> and right before it, there's a movie. What? Speak up. Speak up. The ghoul's interrupting. <laughs> The movie before he gave half star was boys, so it says boys hole. Uh, you can't write this. What, stuff what about you guys. a what about a film called Soul? There, no, he didn't. It, so it's it can't be intentional. That it, it's not. It, there's no troll toll for any boy's soul or boys hole for that matter. Damn holes, holes, man! Watch out. They gave five stars to the movie holes. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. Yeah, now you're just lying. But they did give a movie called The Hole half a star, which I find I find comical. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hmm. Well, there you good go. Stuff. Holes. Uh, any holes? final? Any other final thoughts on uh, Elevator to the Gallows? Uh, I mean, it's pretty slick. I think it... I think this is one that is due for a revamp, Jared. Maybe like a revamp. Os- maybe like Mark Ruffalo uh, or an Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> or maybe Amy Adams is the lead in the elevator. 
Maybe Jeremy Renner. Bring bring it in to the MCU proper. Yeah, this could be. Yeah, this could. What would be if they'll be dead? Like maybe they're all dead. I mean, they might be. But uh, if any MCU character would be the lead in this, which would it be? Um, like a Marvel, any Marvel character. That, that German guy. Morbius. <laughs> yeah. That, Is Morbius that, German? What? Morbius is Morbius. No, 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 I just said the, the German guy in the movie. He'd be great. Oh, is he in the MCU? He could be. He translated. Oh, well. okay. He, he was loving life. He said, I, "I follow." Yeah. Okay. Anyways, enough. I follow. Enough. Cut. Cut, cut it out. Uh. After the break. Well, we should have taken those photos of us. Uh, lounging about, gallivanting in the park. Because now we're going to jail. For life. Who? Above the old routine. Make it nice. Play it clean. RJ, do you have any grappling hooks? Only the one that you know not about. <laughs> Only the ones I'm grappling with emotionally. Oh, How's that? Cool. How's that? Cool. It's not like we've been recording for four hours or anything. Yeah, we got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. Someone wants to talk about fucking Enterprise. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duganese Barnlow. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear that that fucking talk about fucking Enterprise, you can fucking listen to us on fucking Patreon. And we got YouTube too. No Enterprise uh, on there. That's free. No. That's free. We're on SoundCloud. No one listens Stitcher. to Enterprise this week. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we'll end right in the middle of season two. iTunes, Google Play. Some people might uh, say, good. Good. And next Good. week, RJ. This is yeah. wild. this is a wild one. Do you know what's next week? No, I didn't look. S- Spine three hundred and thirty-six. Richard Linklater's Dazed and Confused from nineteen ninety-three. What? We're there. Shit! It's already happening. Are we making chili <laughs> or something? So we gotta do something. I don't know. I thought someone was gonna hey. come. I thought someone wanted a guest for this episode. I don't know. Oh well. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it our, on our own. We'll do it live. Do it live. Fuck them. You know. Wow. Well, whoever was, whoever they may be. Well. Yeah. Adios. Brochachos. You went with the brochacho. Mochachos. You went with the mochacho? Chachos. 
You went with the Chonchos? Yeah, you get some sleep there, bud. Who, me? Yeah. Who, me? I'm quite, I'm quite all right. Get a haircut, hippie. I can't. I have, I have no time. <laughs> Make time. Nah.